Hello, peoples out there. Welcome to another episode of Get Geek News. Thanks for joining us again today. Uh, and we're getting into the Star Wars Rise of Skywalker episode of Get Geek News. Um, but first, we just want to spread the word, guys. Please, if you like this podcast, and if you enjoy the content that we're putting out, rate and share us on iTunes. We want to share our voices and our insights with a lot more people, if possible. So if you enjoy it, please rate and share us on iTunes. Um, but anyway, once again, we're getting into the Star Wars Rise of Skywalker review. This will be a spoiler-free impressions to start off and a full spoiler review to finish off the podcast. So just wanted to warn you guys multiple times before we get started. Once again, you guys know me. I am Jose, and I am joined. Uh, Wolfie. Metatron, greetings. Yeah, this is Walt. Elias, what's poppin', Jimbo? And let's get right into it. Um, first, I'll start off, I guess we'll start off with spoiler-free impressions. And some opening things up, I'll start off with my spoiler-free review of the movie. Um, I actually liked the movie, but it was just okay for me. Uh, it wasn't great. I thought a lot of it didn't work in the overall context of the trilogy. Um, so, I mean, what what it did right for me was it hit some, some fairly good kind of Star Wars nostalgia notes, which you could say is fan service, but I enjoyed the movie overall. Um, I, I liked some of the, some of the conflict and the continued sort of a close relationship between Kylo and Rey. I thought that they they closed that in a good way, except for one thing that I'll talk about later. Um, I thought Palpatine was pretty cool. Um, I won't say what his role was, obviously, but I thought that he was handled well, the way that, that he was brought back into the Star Wars universe. I thought it was handled well. I thought it was resolved, again, mostly well, except for a couple of problems that I had with that. Um, I, I like, you know, how they brought the team back together for this one, which is something that's true. Like, if you wanted to connect with these characters as a family, which is what Star Wars has kind of always been about, too. It's about discovering your family out there in the universe, because a lot of the characters are stragglers. They're kind of, you know, they're, they're orphans, or, like, they come from nowhere, or whatever you want to call it. Um, and, I, and they didn't really have the main characters of this trilogy together enough, in my opinion. That's something that I think John Boyega said was was the case that he had a gripe with. Um, and I think that that is kind of true. And they brought them all together a little bit more in this movie, which was cool. So they got to interplay off of each other a little more. Again, not all the beats were perfect, and we'll talk about that later. But you, I think you're sensing a theme here. Like, overall, I liked what they did for the most part with the movie, except for what I'll name as my biggest major gripe, but it's spoiler territory. Um, and it's not even a plot detail. It's something we'll discuss. Um, I liked overall what they did, but I think that overall um, they made mostly good choices in service of these storylines that they advanced and continued from the last couple of movies and made a couple of rough choices. A couple of rough choices. You know? So there were, there were some really great elements. This, the, the action set pieces were pretty cool. <clears throat> um, I mean, I think I think it was uh, 
It's, it's, it's getting a little hard to focus here. <laughs> if you guys, if you guys can see what's going on, <laughs> it's it's. We're trying to decide who's going to go after Jose. And there's we're there's like a pointing fingers at each other, and then, but, but they're really having <laughs> they're having extra fun with it. So I'm like, <laughs> am I supposed to start pointing people? No, <laughs> our, anyway. our apologies, our apologies. Anyways, anyways, um, so mo- most of the details were were I think relatively well done. Um, the character focus, the characters to focus on, I think were was solid. Um, but yeah, there were a few choices out of these arcs that either didn't make sense in the arc, didn't make sense in the, in the arc in this movie, didn't make sense in the arc in the overall trilogy, or just were, to me, poor choices compared to what they could have done instead. So I give it, like, I guess, uh, if I were to rate it out of anything, I would say it would be about a seven out of 10, maybe a six out of 10 after some thought. But seven out of ten for now. Having seen it one and a half times. Okay. <laughs> Who wants to talk about it next? You guys were Go definitely you must have worked that out by now, right? So I we're think going, we worked it out. I mean we're <laughs> pointing at each other. I thought I was going next, but then I saw these fingers flying around. No, no, no. You're you uh, are going like next. baseball sign. <laughs> I think we're going from one extreme to the next. So All right. So yeah, I don't Please. know. I was trying to I'm steal the, signals. I don't, I don't know if I'm the person sh- that should be following you. Jose's actually very well. Interview. Probably should be if you I think, think about it's it. Perfect really? I think it's perfect because it brings balance very... to the force. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, maybe I fall on the dark side of this and stuff like that, but no. uh, I I feel like I did not thoroughly enjoy the movie. I'm, I'm not going to say that the movie isn't enjoyable on its own, but if you're a Star Wars fan, if you if you don't watch Star Wars or you don't like um, get if you don't get completely like um, immersed immersed in Star Wars lore. Then, uh, then I think that you can go watch the movie and really enjoy it beginning to end. But if you have backstory, if you have history with Star Wars, if you've seen all the films and you have read some of the books, if you're if you're a fan of Star Wars and follow some of the plot lines and character development schemes and stuff like that, I feel like this movie doesn't do any of it justice. And my biggest issues were with. Uh, in it, it, it primarily with character development. I felt like mm-hmm. there wasn't really uh, strong character development in this film, um, and and it was deliberate, you know, because there were characters that were introduced that weren't ne- that didn't, in my opinion didn't need to be introduced, and characters that mm-hmm. um, were already part of the saga that were just sidelined for no reason, you know, okay. um, just uh, just just for certain plot devices. And uh, and for me, it would be one thing if you're gonna make a sacrifice for a plot device um, that's going to move the story forward in a satisfying way, um, but it didn't do that. You know, For me, I felt like the sacrifices that they made um, did not pay off. And, um, and there's a whole lot more that I want to say uh, about why I didn't enjoy the movie um, as, as much as I wish I had. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna have to stick around for the spoiler review for that, and uh, I, uh, um, I will say that like my review, like in it, right now, I would say it's probably a three out of ten for me mm-hmm. personally. And again, if you stick around and you know you listen to to what I have to say, hopefully you'll well not hopefully, but maybe you can see my point of view. But I will say that like when I left the theater last night, I was leaving with a one out of ten. So, <laughs> you know. Is- is there any, because you said you, you didn't thoroughly enjoy the movie, so I'm just curious, is there any character or thread, again, without spoiling too much, mm-hmm. that you 
did kind of enjoy. Anything that that worked well, maybe like I said, a character or an idea in the movie. I would say that the character that worked the best for me, Mm -hmm. which I still don't think that it worked great, Mm -hmm. was Kylo Ren's character, Adam Driver's character, because he plays uh, Kylo Ren slash Ben Solo. Mm-hmm. He actually um, had an arc in the film. He had an he's actual had an arc. arc in three movies. He's the only one but that really... He's the, he's the only one that had has. like a satisfactory arc, but like I said, satisfactory. Right. I, I, I would I would, I would, would say that like, I feel like, like I'm not the writer, I'm not the creative behind the film, and I feel like I can create just with like what they had in the film, I can have a better storyline for... Uh, Kylo Ren and that's my thing for me my benchmark is if I feel like I can't like when I come out of a movie I don't want to say well this is what would have made the movie better you know if I have to say that in my opinion then it just wasn't a good movie because I'm a nobody you know I shouldn't be the one deciding what would have made the movie better you know in detail so um, okay yeah all right see that was perfect to go balance the force what about you Eli what'd you think this is um, no, you're going to the wrong person if you want balance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two out of ten. Okay. Um, basically the same as Wolfie here. Um, I felt that um, the storyline, there were some parts that were given too much emphasis that were irrelevant to the storyline, and it had nothing to do with it whatsoever or the main plot, I mean, the main antagonist. So um, I felt that that was unnecessary. The characters, I mean, the actors, the actors did pretty good acting, at least what I could say. Um, I felt it was just mainly the storyline. There wasn't much, there isn't much to it. Um, the storyline was rushed, rushed, jumbled around. Yeah, it did. And, yeah, um, most of the scene, there were a lot of references to um, movies and shows even before uh, Rise of Skywalker, which some of them are. I were even a bit surprised at, but otherwise, the storyline wasn't too great. What's your rating on, yeah, on the? Okay. Oh, you oh, you, you did said, say yeah, it, right? Said, yeah, yeah, two out of ten. Two out of ten. I'm sorry. Well, well, Actually, one point five out of ten. Okay, there you go. <laughs> there you go. So the worst movie. Force pound. Force pound. Is it your is it your least favorite Star Wars movie ever? Absolutely. Um yes. Sorry. Um My Last bad. Jedi was up there. Really? Um, oh wow. N- not that up there. It's like top five. Okay. Force Awakens was like top seven. And the rest were like all the way up there. The rest were awesome. The I mean, new look, trilogy, the Phantom Menace at least had that lightsaber duel at the end. At least it had yeah. it then. That's right. Who who, who was fighting who was fighting there? Uh, Obi Wan. Um, what's, what's what's the other guy's name? In Phantom uh, Menace. I, don't, I, I only remember name? half of it. What's uh? Oh gosh. Darth. Seriously. Darth. Wow. <laughs> Coming from the dead man, the dead Darth man Mom. in the Sarlacc pit. He's yeah. not dead. <laughs> Gone. Anyway, right. uh, so we got two out of ten. Now we got Metatron. Right. What's up? Spook. Yeah. So you you have the freshest mind because you literally just saw the film. I did. Um. I actually don't agree that Palpatine was handled well. Okay. I, I think that, um, again, this is spoiler territory, so I won't go into it in depth, but I feel like he 
like the, the there were parts about his role in this movie that I liked. Don't don't get me wrong, but just the way that he was introduced and how he was handled, I felt could have been handled much better. Um, I also had some problems with the over with the overarching story. I felt like. Yeah, I, I honestly, I, I went into this movie really, really, I, I was hyped for it. You were optimistic. So optimistic. Mm-hmm. And I was I, hella I, hyped myself. I, I tried enjoying it. I, I really tried, but I couldn't bring myself to enjoy it on the level that I watched Revenge of the Sith yesterday night, and I still get so much feels from that movie. For reals. I got little to none of that in this movie. It it, 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 it was on a level disappointing for me. And I don't want to think of a Star Wars movie like that, but that's how I uh, that's how I feel like I've been left. And that's my issue that like it's leaving people like you and I with this feeling on the final movie. It'd be one thing if this was number eight and then they can like kind of fix it in number nine, but no, this is I don't know. And that's the other thing. I don't quite see how this is the definitive end for the Skywalker saga. Because, in a sense, they technically leave it open. They left it wide open. Yeah, they did. Wide, wide open. So what's your, what's your rating? I originally said 7 out of 10, but I'm... <laughs> the I trend, swayed you to the dark side. I think it's dropping. <laughs> the trend here is that the ratings keep dropping. <laughs> and going along with that trend, I sadly have to give it a 6.5. Oh, I'm not going to go... not that big of a drop. But... Yeah. It's a point would you passing consi- grade. Would you consider <laughs> it's a passing grade. Any, of the, any of the other movies worse than this? Is, is there, where would you put this ranking with the other movies that we've seen? My least favorite movie, despite some of the action scenes, was Attack of the Clones. Agreed. Agreed. I'm sorry, but this is even below that. Wow. Okay. I'm, I'm really... No, you know what? Actually, Attack no. of the Clones it was worse it than Phantom go... Menace to you? No, oh, yeah, I, loved, I loved that Phantom Menace. Yeah. Same here. But here's... Here, you know what? I'm, I mean, I'm I liked sorry. it. I liked it, but... I mean, for maybe me, I love it now after watching Rise of For Skywalker. me, there was nothing memorable about Attack of the Clones, to be honest. You know, I, I, I with, really? with Phantom Menace, and, and again, my, I have a little bias toward that movie, but there were some great scenes in Phantom Menace. Um, I'm talking about in terms of the pod race, in terms of that final, that final epic battle. The reveal of Duel of the Fates. I mean, those things are classics in the end. That's the true, but I think that like uh, little Annie's. Uh, like Listen, the, 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 the movie is not the, the movie is not perfect by any right. means. But all I, right, I, anyway, so we're, we're, yeah, yeah, we're, 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 we're not reviewing. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes, we I'm are sorry. kind of getting a little too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do a separate like episode reviewing yeah. the entire saga. We should do that. We should do that. Yeah, that was my idea. All right, but either way, taking the credit, you're the man. But either way. There's only one. <laughs> it's a tie. This movie is for me is honestly tying with Solo, mm. and Solo for me was even below Attack of the Clones. I like Solo. I, I the, the, for me there were, there were there were problems with that movie though. Like no it wasn't problems. the best, but 
I think we should just get into yeah. the spoiler territory. Anybody <laughs> ever hear of how I fell asleep during Solo? Well, <laughs> oh god. Yeah. And um, uh, Rise of Skywalker actually. That says something. Both of them. I had to watch it a second time just for me to actually stay up and not get bored, just mm-hmm. to actually enjoy it. All right. Um, I'm going to finish up this round of, of non-spoiler reviews. I'm, I'm going to start this with a quote. Um, and this quote came from Rian Johnson about a week and a half ago and stuff. And his quote was, and there's going to be some paraphrasing in there because, you know, he missed out on some, some words. But here's the quote. He says, um, and I quote, I think approaching any creative process with making fandoms happy would be a mistake that would lead to probably the exact opposite result. Um, As being the oldest person here in the group, I was there on May 25th, 1977, in the movie theater watching the original Star Wars movie. I have since watched every single movie in the thing. I've taken my kids. I've gone with my brother. When Last Jedi came out... um, it was 40 years of, of Star Wars. I, my parents took me to the original Star Wars. I took my parents to go see Last Jedi. Um, there were times where you and I, Jose, mm-hmm. at night, we would literally, before going to bed, and remember, Mom used to hate us doing this, right? Yep. We would recite every single line from Empire Strikes Back, from awesome. Star Wars... Um, word for word, we went through each scene. We did all of that stuff in character. In character, <laughs> Star awesome. Wars is is as you can see is is a big part of my childhood. It's a big part of my kids' childhood. It's a big part of my family's childhood. To see the Skywalker saga end in this fashion was beyond disappointing. To me. This was this set of movies, the the sequel trilogy, had no cohesion whatsoever. Um, you went from Force Awakens, then you had Last Jedi, which came out, which tried to do some different things to it, and then you had this movie, which was a direct insult to the Last Jedi. This movie felt like three movies to me. It felt like an ending, not the best ending. It felt like a big F you to Last Jedi, including the press press junkets where you had John Boyega and J.J. Abrams publicly saying negative things about The Last Jedi, right? And to me, the reason that they were doing that is that they were trying to get the trolls that, were, that did not like that movie on board with this movie. And that, to me, that's the only... I, I can't think yeah, of any other reason, right? And the third... The third movie that this thing tried, it was three things. It was the ending, getting the trolls back online, and this was every single fanboy theory that ever populated the internet trying to put it into a movie. That's what this movie felt to me. The, the Palpatine thing made no sense whatsoever. Ray again is another character that had no story arc whatsoever. She she there was nothing to her. Um Kylo I would say, like Wolfie said, is the one that had the biggest arc 
not only in this movie, but within the trilogy itself. And he's not the star, or at least he's not proclaimed to be the star. Because this movie wants to push the notion that Ray is the one that saves us all. Um, I think you can, you can, I've, I've, and listen, not only that, I've seen this movie four times now, okay? <laughs> I saw it Friday morning, I saw it Friday night, I saw it Saturday morning, I saw it Saturday afternoon, back to back to back. I will say this, on the third viewing, I finally softened a little bit because that first act is a complete and utter mess. They are jumping from place to place. The only time I had any enjoyment in this movie is when they slowed it down. And they started to get into the characters. But then the third act came and just blew it out of the water. I was completely disappointed with this movie. To me, I'm not going to be as harsh as Eli. Um, I don't remember your your one. score. You were one. I'm not going to be that harsh. <laughs> that was, that was it was a, a one yesterday it's a, a three it was today. A one yesterday and a three today. So I, I guess it's a a I'm going to go four out of yeah, ten. And I'm being generous, and I'm being, and I'm giving that score only because on the third viewing I started to appreciate some of it a little bit. But that first viewing, I was so irate coming out of that movie theater because, and I think the reason was is that that first act was so disjointed that I could not get back into the movie after that, and it took me three viewings to finally settle in and say, you know what, the second act, there's some merit to it. I am so disappointed that this is the end. And like like both of you guys said here, it's one thing to say that this is this is a movie that exists within the trilogy. You can go and retcon stuff. You can go on back and say, okay, we're gonna fix this and that. This is the ending of the Skywalker saga. This is how it ends. I'm sorry. I, I can't I can't get behind this movie at all. Um, I really I really did not like this movie. I mean, no lie, it did have its moments. Like there were it, parts that I really did yeah, truly. There were, there like, were, there were. You know, there there was a scene with with Kylo Ren. Wait, 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 wait. wait you know, wait. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not spoiling it. I'm, I'm gonna just, say we should just jump into no, it. No, no, I, you know, but I'm not spoiling. But I will say this: there are this movie is a set of moments. There are some of them that are enjoyable, enjoyable, but they do not they do not blend into the bigger story. It's like okay, here's a moment. Let's go to the next. Here's a moment. Let's go to the next. Here's a moment. Let's go to the next. That's what this entire movie is. And each moment, you can pick it out and say, there is a fan theory that goes with this. And here's another moment. There's another fan theory that and, goes with this. And the funny thing is that um, I'm pretty sure every prediction that we made, um, some, some of the predictions that we made during the, uh, one of our podcasts, most of them were true. No right, because they, because they took fan theories and threw it into a movie. And that's why I had to start with that quote from Rian Johnson, because he hit it right on the nail. You don't make a movie to, to appease a particular group. You make a movie to, to um, challenge an audience. I don't want to go into a movie and say, okay, well, you know what? They ticked off this box, this box, this box. I'm good. I want to, and he even said it himself, I want to be challenged as an audience. I want to go into a movie and not expect what's going to happen next. That's why I enjoyed Last Jedi so much, because there was, there were, they took our expectations and subverted it. Now, some people didn't like that because with Star Wars, there is this big sense of ownership, right? That doesn't exist in any other fandom. 
this is my Star Wars, and this is how I have to have it. That only exists in Star Wars. Doesn't yeah. exist anywhere else. Oh, it not, exists in some places, but not, <laughs> not as nothing, nothing not as like extreme as yeah, this. Yeah, because this, you know? this 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 spans four decades, more than four. Decades, right, exactly. You know I mean? This spans generations. And and listen, I went to Phantom Menace, and Phantom Menace when it came out, you got to understand there was such a long time. I never thought we were going to get a, a fourth film in the Star Wars saga. Mm-hmm. And when Phantom Menace came out, that was like, oh my gosh, this is and. It was like in Fanboys when, when yeah, they were yeah. like, what happens if this movie sucks? And God, <laughs> it, was one, it was one of these things where it's like, you know, That's I right. came out of, out of Phantom Menace confused but not angry. Yeah. I came out of last uh, Rise of Skywalker angry. That's, yeah. that's, that's how it is. You know what I'm saying? It, it's a different feeling from when Phantom Menace came out. And you're like, what did we just see? Where this one, it's like, what the hell did we just see? You know what I'm saying? There's you know a difference what? there. For my next jujitsu competition, I'm gonna watch Rise of Skywalker right before. Oh, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna choke out everybody in the first couple of seconds. You know? uh, okay. Anyway, so real real quick, rank the trilogies in order. I will say oh, original that's trilogy. That, that's, yeah, we that's, can. Of course that's you can. Easy. Of course that's you can. Easy. Why why not? All right. Original trilogy, sequel trilogy, prequel trilogy. One, two, three. I'll, I'll give you right here. Original twil- trilogy. Twilogy. <laughs> trilogy, I know, right? That's how, that's how upset I am right now. Mm-hmm. Original trilogy, prequel trilogy. Not even the... See, that Next. doesn't even warrant a mention? So, be, you, you, so in, in release order is how you're ranking them, essentially. I'm not. You know what? There's there's a part of me that doesn't even want to rank this one because there's no... But, but there's no but cohesion. There's yeah, no that, cohesion. That's fine, but you have you know to, what I'm saying? So I'll 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 get back to you and and five minutes <laughs> later I'll tell you okay now we'll do the sequel trilogy. I'm gonna have to agree because I honestly think that the new trilogy is considered irrelevant and not even part of Star Wars. Uh, it's like uh, I think that's I think don't that's don't, don't I, I wouldn't go that, that, that far. That that that's my opinion. But but, but it, it, it it's super disappointing because you could tell that there's no plan. There was no plan to begin with. And and Rise of Skywalker just felt like you know what okay let's we we have no plan we got to finish this up somehow let's just let's just throw I ideas think, up on the I wall. Think everyone you know? was just like let's just get this over with. Yeah, and that's what it felt like. You know, I, well just, you know what there's one person that had a, a very positive review. So Jose, where, how do you rank it? You were the one that brought it yes. up. So well, I, I ranked it. I said uh, original trilogy. Sequel trilogy, prequel trilogy. I still think this trilogy was better because I think The Force Awakens was good and I liked The Last Jedi. I liked The Phantom Menace and I liked uh, Revenge of the Sith, but I didn't like them quite as much. And I think that, yes, Rise of Skywalker is the weakest, but it's not as weak as uh, like Attack of the Clones or Solo. Attack of the Clones is uh, pretty me, bad. Yeah. It's, it's not as bad as those to me, in my opinion. So that's why I, I reluctantly raked this a little bit over the prequel trilogy because I still enjoyed it. I, I, I don't, I don't want to hate on the prequel trilogy entirely. I still enjoyed it, and there's still moments. But I still think this had moments for me as well, the sequel trilogy, which is why it's like just a hair above the prequel trilogy, in my opinion. I, I do agree that it's not the worst film, but in terms of... Because, because they're, first of all, the visuals were fantastic. I, think, yeah. I, I would say that the visuals in this movie outdoes, outdoes any of the movies. Okay. Yeah. Um, and there are moments 
And the acting per se is nowhere near as bad as Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones for me is the low point in the Star Wars, <laughs> the Star Wars universe. And, and on the all acting counts. is horrendous yeah. in that movie. The 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 scene with the fireplace, the scene with the with the sand. Don't remind. Uh, it, See, but, just, but I think I think that uh, the acting in Phantom Menace is way worse than Attack of the Clones. I think they're both bad, but the the kid was way worse than Hayden Christensen. I don't even know the, the kid's name anymore, but. Uh, like Jake, his Lloyd. Act, his, Jake Lloyd. Yeah, his his acting is absolutely terrible, and I mean it's not his fault. He's just a kid, but like right. you know, it's just it's hating Christopher was bad, but but, but his his is really bad. But look at um, what's her name? Padme. I f- I forgot what her name is. Natalie, Natalie Portman. Portman. Natalie I'm Portman. sorry, yeah. professional. So I remember that one. Right, uh, professional. Great film, by the way. Um, Leon. She was plausible in Phantom Menace. In Attack of the Clones, it was it was it was a different. It was like she well, didn't it, even it was, care. It, it, look, you know you the know thing is that like they didn't do a great job of. Um, I think like the love story was forced. You know what I mean? Um, I think that like I'm haunted by the kiss that you never should have given me, or something. Yeah, like that. you know what I mean. Yeah, but that's but, 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 but see, yeah, but like I I still think that the acting in in Phantom Menace was worse. Then Attack of the Clones. I think there was enough in Attack of the Clones overall as a film to, in my opinion, for my ranking, to be a little bit better than Phantom Menace. Even it's just, in my Mason? opinion, the, the only good thing about Phantom Menace is the final lightsaber battle. That's the only thing that's you good. Did, in my you opinion. didn't enjoy the pod no racing. I, I didn't enjoy that. Like, because my, my thing really? with the pod racing, my thing with the pod racing is that it was cool, but it was too drawn out dragged out for in my opinion for no real good reason you know because my thing is like without with with, you know without the like you didn't need the pot race in there in my opinion you didn't you didn't need it at all you know they he he had already established the midichlorian count of the kid and the fact that like and the fact that like he was born without a father of like you know like you didn't need anything else to prove that he is something special so if you take the okay. pot race completely out, then the film is a million times better, and you don't have to deal with the kid's terrible acting. <laughs> okay, and 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 on top of that, that first film had, you know, so much more of Jar Jar Binks, which I think was terrible. If you just like shut him up, then the whole film is a lot better too. But uh, anyway, yeah. yeah so right. it, it, for my for my ranking of the, the 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 whole thing, it's it's weird, right? Because like mm-hmm. I like the prequels. It's I don't. I don't necessarily like, you know, Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones as definitely not as much as I like Force Awakens and um, Last Jedi. And Last Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. But then I love Revenge of the Sith and I hate Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> so it's like the final film so in both of them. Just two out of you know, three. Like it's like I feel like two uh, out of three is better than one out of three. That's what I feel like. I feel that way for the most part. Okay. What's your ranking though? Because I don't want to so hijack what you personally. Think. Much as I hate Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. I rank the sequel trilogy first, the original, and then the prequel last. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Okay. okay. See, I, I, I look at it this way. I'm not looking at the films individually. I'm looking at the story overall. And that's how I'm ranking Yeah, but see, the thing. thing is that you can't do so, that because then you got to rank you, the entire nine films overall. No, no, no. But you, I think you, all have to, you have to do it by a trilogy because, you know, and this is why I don't rank the sequels at all within, you know, above mm-hmm. the other two because 
the sequels, there's no through line with them. At least you can say with the prequels, bad well, acting and I, everything. There's a through there, line. I just don't think you yeah, like but, how it, but it went it's there. Just a, it's no, no, no. Like but I mean, I understand that. Jointed, I understand that there wasn't planning behind it, but they still there. There was planning if you consider J.J. Abrams basically taking over two out of the three movies because you you yeah, could he tell took, he, he took wanted the, to get here. But he took the back. Oh, I don't. I don't agree with that at all. I think he didn't have. He didn't have a plan. I thought he he but was going to do the I, first. I pretty much like he was going to do most of this, except for well. But again, he, he he picked fan theories to end this film. Every fan theory that's out there is in this film. Anyway, let's uh, you, know you know what? what let's, let's get through our last. Okay. Uh, yes. Can continue. Yeah. So. Uh, this is only counting the Skywalker trilogy. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, we're not counting yeah. Solo and yeah, Rogue just, just One. The, uh, trilogy, oh, trilogy. Okay, the main nine, nine stories. Uh, the main nine. So the episodes. F- for yeah. me, um, at first place is going to be the original trilogy. At second place, yeah, it's gonna be the the prequel trilogy, and mm-hmm. then third is the sequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just like well, kind of like in 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 release order, essentially. Yeah, it gets yeah, progressively worse. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars which, gets progressively worse as it goes on. Which is amazing because I I thought it could only get better after after Lucas and his prequels and stuff, but hey, we here we are, you know. All right. All right. Well, All that right. gets us now to. Uh, are we ready? Spoiler. Spoilers. 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 Okay, so I guess um, a little a little mini synopsis of the plot again. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. Um, so the plot begins with uh, Kylo Ren investigating a mysterious message. And this comes from Wikipedia. I'll cover these details so you guys know and can follow along. Wikipedia uh, spoilers. Wikipedia <laughs> spoils it always. Spoilers, Wikipedia spoilers. Care. Wikipedia spoilers. Uh, Kylo Ren obtains a Sith wayfinder device and travels to the Sith planet Exegol. Okay, that's a new planet that we meet in in this in this final installment of the trilogy. Can can I just um, interrupt <coughs> one second and mm-hmm. and just say that that we should discuss the crawl because AJ had a really big issue with the crawl before we get into the actual okay. movie. What's you know the crawl? The crawl started out with the dead speak. Yeah, if you remember in in caps or something mm-hmm. like that. But not not even that. This this really goes into my point of how Palpatine was handled. Mm-hmm. His appearance was in no way as nuanced as I thought it ought to have been. They just flat out say, Palpatine is here and he's active. Yeah, they, they spoil that in the trailers, though. That was no, already... But, not, but at least the trailers, fine. You can gauge the, you, you can gauge the excitement. Throw in the laugh. Okay, ha, huh, we know he's going to be there. But to just say, oh, well, Here's he's a message. there. Here he is. A message, and, and of a message to the universe. Mm-hmm. A message to the universe that he's seeking revenge. He's like, hey, y'all, I'm back. Yeah. I'm so, back to get my revenge. Where is this? Uh, the, the, the secrecy that J.J. Abrams is famous for but, was but, not in this movie. But not even that. You look at the past iterations of Palpatine. In the, even in the original trilogy, mm-hmm. he was scheming his whole way through. It, it may not have been apparent in New Hope. You may not have necessarily seen it in Empire Strikes Back, but you for sure see it in Return of the Jedi. Hold on. Um, could I just read the crawl? Um, sure. Go. Uh, so, 
Okay, here. The dead speak. The galaxy has heard a mysterious broadcast, a threat of, re of revenge, in the sinister voice of the late Emperor Palpatine. General Leia Organa dispatches secret agents to gather intelligence, while Raid, the last hope of the Jedi, trains for battles against the diabolical First Order. Blocked, meanwhile. Sorry. That's okay. No. Blocked, sorry. Um, meanwhile, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren rages in search of the Phantom Emperor, determined to destroy any threat to his power. Dot, 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 dot. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Ian, for finding that. Sorry. Okay. Maybe they should have shown the Emperor delivering his mysterious message broadcast at the beginning of the movie instead mm -hmm. of just saying it. Um, right, so like, I, I just wanted, like I said, I just wanted to bring that up because that was a big point of contention for our AJ over here. Yeah, Palpatine's back, so guys. <laughs> hey, y'all. I returned. Again. And then, so going back to my rant here, and then you see that he, he especially has an extremely deceptive hand in the prequel trilogy. This movie undoes that whole stigma about the Emperor. Not necessarily, though, because he was behind Snoke and all of that, according to this movie. Yes, but... We're getting ahead of ourselves here. That's yeah. what, but, you know, in order to, to yeah, yeah, yeah. No, move the, <laughs> the contention forward, he, he was kind of involved. I mean, that's actually one of the things that Very I wasn't clunky. necessarily... I didn't necessarily appreciate. I don't think he needed to necessarily be pulling all of the strings in this situation. Maybe some of them. Maybe he was fighting other people for that power. Maybe Snow could have been a bigger character instead of what he ended up being, right? But okay, like like what else? What else about that? About the way he was portrayed here? Didn't didn't you like? I guess from Just the from the crawl. That was really it. I I expected more of a of a nuance, a, a slow return of the Emperor. Not just, boom, he's back. It's in your face. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. What you going to do about it, son? But see, that, that goes into the overall, like, pacing of the film and, like, the issues that I had where, like, editorial decisions or, I guess, directorial decisions of, like, placement, you know what I mean? Like, I think that, like, you know, his reveal, he's someone that's, that's hidden in the shadows this entire time. Why wouldn't he be slowly revealed as someone still hidden in the shadows? Exactly. You know what I mean? um, instead, it's literally like in the sent the second sentence of the the crawl. So I, and uh, just didn't make sense. That's you know? what I find so ridiculous about how he's handled in this movie. It's so jarring that I think that actually sets the mood for the film. Yeah, the it fact does. that it's jarring, you know, it's just like. Everything about the film, in my opinion, a lot of, not everything, but a lot of the film was very jarring for me because of that reason. Yeah. All right, let's, let's get back. Let's go, let's go into the movie. So, um, so after the opening crawl, we see, again, we find Kylo Ren traveling to the planet Exegol. He finds Palpatine there. He looks all messed up. He's not completely there. It's like his hands are all like skeletal and he's missing like body parts, it looks like. Mm -hmm. So he looks like a mess. And right away, as, as you contend, is, is a big problem. And I'm going to say it's not really, really well handled anyway. Um, he, it's revealed that he created Snoke, right, as a puppet to control the First Order and to lure Kylo Ren to the dark side, which, I mean, whatever. That's, that's the plot. We'll talk about that. And we did on. have that visual of the, the clones 
Yeah, the, we saw the, the visual snow of snow clones, basically. Mm-hmm. That's how it's revealed initially to us, and then he espouses that in the conversation. Does he explain it? He yeah, just, he, he does. just says maybe one line, right? Yeah, it's very it's very passing. Yeah. Uh, Lincoln, you miss it. But, but Snoke was a puppet the entire time, and Palpatine reveals that he's had, like, a whole bunch of Star Destroyers, basically, like, just stored on this planet. Death, Death Star Destroyers. Yeah, with, you're right, with the, with the, with the planet-killing lasers. Yeah. Jesus. Because I guess they had to find a way to one-up, like, having to lug a planet around all the time to blow stuff well, up. I, I just put it on the bottom of a Star Destroyer. I think it was basically the, the criticism of the first movie that you basically did another Death Star. He couldn't do it again, because otherwise then the fandom would go crazy. So what do you do? Take the cannon from the Death Star and put it on Star Destroyer. We saw them threaten with it once, um, but then you know Amazing. after this, um, we were, we return to well, I mean, Palpatine tells Kylo to find and kill Ray for him. You know, can't forget that because that kind of sets the story in motion. Right. And we find Ray is training as a Jedi under Leia, General Leia Organa, and this does reveal to us basically that she. Among other scenes in the movie, which I thought were pretty cool, um, that Leia really did get a lot of training in the Force, which kind of explains a lot of what she was able to do in this trilogy. Um, we get to see a little bit more of the extent of it, and through her training Ray, we learn that she's got enough mastery to be able to teach somebody else, right? Not, not only that, but I, and I think this was a, a thing that Wolfie was pretty upset about. Um, mastery enough to beat Luke. Yeah. I mean, he I he might have not know. been taking her seriously, though. No, he definitely was, know. because if you see his expression on his face, he lifted up his lid, and he's, like, expressing well, shock. Yeah. That yeah. He was, be, he, was, he was able to be, like, you know, like, or, like, shock or awe in her power. You know what I mean? So. Which, just, which, which then, you know, why isn't she out on the front lines if she is that powerful as a Jedi? Why, why is she taking a leadership role instead of taking a more active role. Well, she's a better just... leader than she is a Jedi, I think. No, 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 but that's well, not what they yeah, said. That's not that's that's what yeah. we know from like canon or what mm-hmm. could be canon in books, but that's not why what they used to explain. They they said that the reason she didn't is because in that moment she saw uh what was it? She saw her future. No, her her that she saw her her Wasn't it that she power. saw Ben's Ben's future, like going to the dark side or something like that. You're talking about canon or legends? No, no, the the film. In yeah. the, the film, film the reason, the reason that he, what Luke said, that the reason that she gave up the lightsaber is because she saw. Um, but Ben's why would? But why? Why would that be the reason? Wouldn't? Wouldn't the reason be? It wasn't because, because he didn't say that. It was because she was a better leader. And so, okay, so let me let me ask you so, this question then. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna hit on something here now. If. Ben was being trained, right? Mm-hmm. Why was Luke training her if Leia seems to be more proficient? I mean, and, I, and, I, I, and, I, I don't and know. knowing that Luke was failing at it, why wouldn't she pull Ben away and say, "You know what? I'll take over the training." Yeah. I how, how does that work? In in with this reveal in this movie? No idea. I, I just don't get it. Again, well, it, it doesn't seem like there was a plan with these movies because you know what? That should have been something that you, if if we're thinking about it, you know, why aren't the writers thinking about it? Why isn't the story group thinking about it? You know, especially since the directors are supposed to be more um, knowledgeable of the of the actual topic, 
how come we as fans are more? Well, no, I think that's the problem because they they didn't they didn't rely on the story group. They they basically said, "Here is Star Wars directors. You have the freedom to tell your story," mm-hmm. and there was no person over. See the 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 beauty of the Marvel universe is you have one person that acts almost like a showrunner, like they do in TV. Right. There is no showrunner in Star Wars, at least not for these three movies. So these are the things that happen when you don't have one person overseeing the vision. You have three different visions in a trilogy, and it doesn't mesh. And well, so two different have, visions. Well, yeah, but in three different movies, you know what I'm saying. And and the third one was retroactively fixing the second one at well, the expense of telling the story. Let's get okay. That. Let's keep going. Let's right, keep going. Right. So, well, well, we see that the training Leia is training uh, Ray. Uh, we find the next scene: Finpo and Chewbacca are on a, a mission to retrieve information from a first order spy that confirms Palpatine's return. Julio. Um, yeah, <laughs> and Ray discovers uh, notes in Luke's Jedi text on a fifth artifact that could lead them to Palpatine. So at the same time, they're both kind of discovering that this is what they can do to figure out uh, what where Palpatine is and what he's doing. Um, after this, Ray, Poe, Finn, Chewbacca, BB-8, and C-3PO leave for Pasana to find a contact that Luke Skywalker knew, and R2-T2 stays behind in Lena. You know, this is, again, all in the service to try to see if they can find out what's going on with Palpatine. Um, on Basana, they encounter, once again, he returns from the original trilogy, Lando Calrissian. Um, I thought that was a pretty cool scene in, with his return. And he leads them to the artifact that they're using to find Palpatine, which is its last no, known location is in the desert. The bounty hunter's ship. Which right? one? So, so remember, um, when Lando was, was conversing with them, he was telling them how um, there was a bounty hunter that that had, that was, right? That wasn't, wasn't that the thing? It's, his name yeah, was Ochi. So. Yeah. And he ended up being the bounty hunter that was, yeah. that was going after Rey and stuff. That, mm. was, that was either, that was actually the ship that left Jakku and he The one that left Jakku, it. yeah, yeah. He repurposed it. And they, he was also in search of the artifact, wasn't he? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. If I remember correctly, that was that was the case in that. Right. So that the artifact was supposed to be within that ship, or yeah. at least you had the plans to find the artifact. Or in the area. In the area. Least. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so they, you know, they travel there. Um, Kylo learns where Rey is through their first bond, and he travels to Pasana with finally the reveal of the Knights of Ren in this movie. Um, so we finally get to see them. Utter waste. All, all, all the all we did was finally get to see them. That's it. Yeah. Uh, they did nothing else. Right. They they provided uh, fight scene fodder, I guess. And they, they guess. provided that cool Michael Bay um, tracking shot when they were standing on top of the the ridge of the mountain and when that like, that was really cool. It like gave the right them stuff. super cool factor, but you know. Whatever <laughs> they tried, they tried so hard to make them cool because there was a scene where they were, they were cool, walking, but even but, but they tried to tell you that they were cool because the first time we see them was when Kylo was walking within the corridors and there was this, those two star troopers, stormtroopers, and they said, "Oh, it's the Knights of Ren," and the other guy says, "Cool." I mean, really? They were come cool. on. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
Ray and the others discover, obviously, like I said, this assassin, and there's a dagger with Sith text on it, which is supposed to be the thing that, that helps them basically find out the find the. Oh my god, the, the Sith dagger! Planet. I completely forgot about the dagger. <laughs> dagger. CPPO's is able to read this dagger, but his programming apparently doesn't allow him to, to translate, translate Sith right. text, right? Um, so, sensing that uh, the Kylo Ren is nearby, Ray goes to fight him, right? And this is, I think this is a pretty cool scene, but we'll guess, get into that more in a minute, I guess. Uh, the First Order captures the Millennium Falcon, they capture Chewbacca, um, they, ca- they take the dagger, and Ray, trying to save Chewbacca, lets off her the first hint of who she is. She destroys a First Order transport with Force Lightning, and she believes that she she killed Chewbacca, and everybody thinks that Chewbacca is dead. So they move on, like, yeah, we got the dagger, and Chewie's dead, so let's let's continue on our journey. Um, Poe, at that point, he suggests they travel to Kajimi to to have the Sith text extracted from C-3PO's memory, which is something that they would be able to do in order to translate it, right? Babu Frick. And they meet, yeah, of course. Frickin' they, they, Babu. Uh, they go there, and Babu Frick helps helps them get that that text. The this this movie's attempt at Baby Yoda, I guess. Can I say character doesn't work? Baby Yoda's still near and dear to my heart. Nothing's gonna beat Baby Yoda at this yeah, point. Yeah, nothing's gonna beat Baby yeah. Yoda. Yep. Baby Yoda is probably the cutest thing that has ever existed at, at in any at this galaxy, point. <laughs> in and in, in real life or or otherwise. Word. Um, <laughs> but. But yeah, Babu Frick was okay. He was interesting. He had some funny moments. Yeah, and the I like text him. the text uh, gives you the coordinates to the wayfinder on Kef Beer. So again, you know, from one one plot point to the other. Um, but they didn't even hold on the wayfinder. I mean, seriously. but they never even got the wayfinder there, right? No, they did. No, they did. Like, remember that's that's the one that crack. And then she right, finds but the like one in his that's ship. not. A, but is that. They had to go to Kef Beer. Yeah. They but found another wayf- one, but he had one, so they took the one that Wayfinder? He had. That's a Sith holocron, dude. Come on, seriously. Anyway, continue. Yeah, that could have been a good Yeah. <laughs> um, what did you say? Sith GPS? <laughs> <laughs> Google Sith. Exactly. So, well, by, by the way, also, we can't forget that when C3PO gets this, the Sith text extracted, his, apparently this wipes his memory, which is where we get a, a pretty decent scene of him say, like taking one last look. At his friends, and 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 this is like kind of the sad part, right? Because he he calls them his friends. Meanwhile, all up until this point, they don't treat him as friends. No, they you treat know, him suck. like crap. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and he's like, I, I want to look at my friends. Meanwhile, you know, kind of giving them that guilt. And you know, they, sh- they deserve it. And again. as much as like, um, I find it kind of corny that he has to get his, he has to basically get his memory mo- washed mm-hmm. just to learn another language. I felt that that was corny, although that scene was really uh, heartbreaking, especially since C-3PO has been through, like, basically all of the, all of the episodes, that pretty was much. A, that was another forced attempt at emotion yeah. that really w- didn't feel earned. Yeah, so, I mean, there's nothing much, much to it. All right, um, let's, let's yeah. keep going. Let's keep going. So um, at that point, Ray senses that Chewbacca is alive, um, and they, they go on a rescue mission. Kylo is continuing his search for Ray, and they actually just come to him, basically, and they infiltrate his Star Destroyer with the help of Zori Bliss, the new character played by, um, oh, Lord. My, my, her, she, she was, was played Felicity. Felicity. She was in The Americans. Her name is... Oh Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell. Yes. 
Um, so Zori Bliss shows up, who I thought was a good character also. Never showed um, her face, though. Of course, we'll all get into that. That was okay with by me, though. Um, I didn't think that was necessary. <laughs> Gave her like a little bit of mystery, like a Mandalorian or something like that. We don't know yeah, anything she, about she, she, she was this series as uh, Boba Fett. Yeah, we don't know, know anything about she what looked her cool was like. And everything, but uh, that's it. I could have done without yeah. it. Ultimately, we'll did nothing. In, in more detail as we continue on. But um, so through the Force, Kylo Sorry. tells Rey uh, the retcon of The Last Jedi. Okay. And, and this is where these are the details that start to go over the rails for me. And of course, I'll explain that a little bit more in a moment, like I said. Um, so he explains that, that Ray is Palpatine's granddaughter, and Palpatine had ordered her death as a child because he was afraid of her power. Um, and she, she recovers the dagger and has visions of the assassin using it to kill her parents. So the dagger has the memory imprinted of her parents being killed, or being ordered being killed, Palpatine basically killing his old son, his own son and daughter-in-law. Um, General Hux finds them on the ship when they're trying to escape from all of this, and he reveals that he's the spy. He's been the spy this whole time. He's been a mole. Uh, so General Hux has been a mole throughout the entire three movies. Snitch. 6'9". He, he is a snitch. 6'9". And Gosh. he's... 6'9", six 6'9", nine, six nine is probably a lamer, but still. Yeah. Hux, uh, you know, he helps them escape, and he has... Who, who shoots him in the leg again? It's, a, it's Finn, right? Finn, that does Finn was it. the one that shot him in the leg. He asked yeah. to be shot in he the arm. He asked to be shot, yeah, so they would believe it, basically. And then he shot him in the, in the leg instead. Which doesn't really work anyway. Whatever. He just gets executed. Yeah, that's like, the next thing. Time like, you retcon that whole scene. Like, what's the point of that? Yeah, you know who cares? I mean? It's you know? like, he, he didn't play any other part in, like, the plot in any way after that other than dying. Um, but eventually they, they arrive in, on like, Kef Beer. He died the next scene, right? Yeah, it was the next scene that he was in. Yeah. I think there was one scene and then the following scene right after that. Yeah. It's just like the next scene that Hux is in. Do him away. Let's keep moving. You know? You know. Ugh. So, um, they, so they he hit. dies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the, it would have actually been better if Finn didn't shoot him instead. Like he asked, like, shoot me in the arm. Don't also won't believe me. And Finn goes like, no, you deserve what you get. And then he walks away and then he There's dies. So that would be. There's so many ways that you uh, can make this thing better. I mean, really. But let, let, let's, let's continue and get through the synopsis and stuff. Um, so they get to Kef Beer and a woman named Jana, who's also a new character in this, leads them to the remains of the second Death Star. Um, Ray locates the Wayfinder there and Kylo tracked the group to Kef Beer. So he destroys the Wayfinder at that point and him wait, and wait, Ray. Hold on. There's something really important here, though. What's that? How did they find this wayfinder? This is one thing that like really actually bugged me that I just realized. Remember the, the dagger, dagger had all of a, a sudden the dagger has a hidden like Indiana Jones like piece that has you like match it up to the fact that the Death Star is destroyed. Yep. So how it's did a, they create this dagger piece. that happens to be like dude? It's that, just I mean they added that later on. It's just it's, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That's a new feature. Like, literally, I, I can just picture somebody just going, "Okay, let's." Hold on! Don't move! I'm gonna I'm gonna cut this thing just to wait, wait! Stop moving! I, I need to cut this perfectly, and now we gotta pull the. Th I mean, really, you know? Right, I, and then like, oh, because the Death Star is gonna stay in this exact decomposed state for the next thirty in the ocean, years or whatever in the ocean. Come yeah, on, man! Come on, seriously. Anyway, <sighs> sorry, Jose. <laughs> so <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna go by this scene by scene. So I'll go I'll go through each each part of the plot, and we can we can. Throw our criticisms okay, or, or positives be, at it. We'll be here forever no, no, no. for that. Go on, go <laughs> yes. on. I'm sorry to keep interrupting. Yes. Um, so okay, so so Ray and Kylo are having a having their duel, and Leia reaches out with the Force the same way that we've seen 
between Luke, you know, projecting himself uh, at the end of The Last Jedi or Rey and Kylo's sort of force connection. She projects herself into the into the fight and calls out to Ben, um, which distracts him for a moment. And Ray gets the upper hand at that moment and and stabs Kylo Ren like basically right through the gut. Um, at that point, they Leia basically I think through the connection she ends up she ends up dying right um, as a result of being connected to Kylo when he dies. Seems like she took the full brunt of that that stabbing. That's I guess. A, it's a good way to interpret it. Like yeah. she kind of took the the damage because Kylo is dying. But he doesn't die right away, and Ray uses the power of the Force to heal Kylo. Um, she explains it as having given him some of her life force, basically, so that he can continue on uh, and and help him out with all that. Um, after she does that, she she bounces basically to Octo, back steal to where his steals his ship back to where Luke was. Yeah, she steals his ship. She finds the Wayfinder on his ship, the second one. She bounces to where Luke was all this time and decides to you know, kind of uh, be a hermit herself, just like Luke was. Um, and Luke appears to her. Okay, and here's another, here's another moment that I think was, again, why I had an issue with this movie more than anything else. Um, mm. She goes to toss away like, all of her belongings and like, destroys their ship and all this stuff, so she has to stay there. And then she goes to toss the lightsaber into the fire of where all this stuff is burning. And Luke's force ghost shows up and catches it. And what the exact line was, um, a Jedi weapon should you res- should sh- you, you should, should show a Jedi weapon more re- more respect. Right, exactly. Right, which is a direct f u to Ryan Johnson, one hundred percent. I actually I don't ag- necessarily agree it's an f u, because again, like at the moment in uh, just to interject, I'm sorry, but mm. in the moment in um, the Last Jedi when Luke did that it was in the beginning of the film. Yeah. yeah. Before his character was developed into a more mature Jedi. Like, okay. I felt like in the yeah. beginning of The Last Jedi, he wasn't mature. He was, you know, kind of salty and stuff like that until the end of the film where he actually matured into a true Jedi master. But and this is just a reflection of that, I think. Well, I'll get into more later why I feel that that's a little more direct. Mm-hmm. But the, to me, the, the biggest reason you can say that is they say, again, we've probably said this all a bunch of times in a movie, if you want to, if you want to, move the plot forward, you show, don't tell. He didn't have to necessarily deliver that exact line. He could have just caught it and through the way that he acted and through other things that he said, maybe he could have made that point. But again, we'll we'll get into this in further detail as we continue. One Uh, question. Yeah. Um, How did they fix the lightsaber? The one that got split. And that's uh, the that's the one that got... I'm I'm assuming that Leia is the one that fixed it. She's the one that gave it to... Did we get any sense of that? No, but then again, being part of being being a Jedi master means that you know how to fabricate a lightsaber. Okay. Being that like, and the, at the moment that like she gave uh, Ray the lightsaber is when Ray called her master. She also has so the ancient like, Jedi texts. Uh, okay. Ray has. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but that's they, all they used it was for like that one little ripped up piece of page that had the it's all the texts. Anyway. Yeah. Fine. So so, um, right at that point. Um, we have Luke basically telling her that you know she she needs to face Palpatine. That's like the end of her journey. Basically, he gives her Leia's lightsaber and he raises his X-wing, which we saw in the Last Jedi. I think that's a cool callback to the Last Jedi. Maybe the only callback to the Last Jedi 
He raises his X-Wing, which you saw was submerged, and kind of just he left it there in the water on Octo. He raises it up, and he's like, hey, here's your transportation. Since you destroyed your spaceship, there you go. Here's a new one. Um, so he gives her the X-Wing, and she leaves her Exegol using the Wayfinder with, from Kylo's ship. Um, and on Kefbeer, Kylo has a conversation with a memory of his father, Han Solo, and kind of mirroring the same struggle in The Force Awakens, that kind of theme returns. But this time, instead of stabbing Han Solo's memory, I guess, he decides to chuck the lightsaber, which is a, the beginning, I guess, of the redemption of Kylo Ren, right? And he reclaims his identity as Ben Solo. Mm-hmm. So at the Resistance base, R2-D2 restores C-3PO's memory from an old backup, which was mentioned earlier in the movie by C-3PO beforehand. But not fully. Only uh, up until Force Awakens, right? Mm, no, not necessarily. Yeah, like maybe, no, no, actually, yeah, because, because maybe they haven't seen each other since then, right? Right, exactly. And he mentioned that he was going to go on a mission, and he, R2-D2 said, hey, you did it already. Yeah. So it, it was up until Force Awakens. All of Last Jedi, again, another F you to Last Jedi. All of Last Jedi, he doesn't remember any of it. <laughs> Jesus, so he doesn't wow. remember. Yeah, this is. We're gonna like I said. I have a lot more to they say. They retconned C3PO. Exactly. A lot more to I'm say. I'm telling you, that's all this is. Um, so the resistance follows Ray Corden, Ray's coordinates to Exegol, and then Ray confronts Palpatine, and as he did before, he he demands that the Jedi kill him in order to basically, in a way, make him more powerful than you can possibly imagine. But in this case, it's to transfer his spirit. Uh, and the spirit of all the Sith into into Rey. Basically, she becomes the the heir to all of the Sith power passed yeah. down through the generations. The Sith Empress, I think he called her, right? Right. Yeah, yeah the Sith yeah. Empress instead of the Emperor, which was a cool moment also, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so that would give her the power to save the Resistance. Again, it was the same, the same sort of temptation from the Return of the Jedi. This is the only way you can save your friends, do this, and, you know, all of, all of the things that you want to happen shall happen. Um, and of course, you have the same struggle. Um, the resistance ships, of course, are you know having a huge battle in space, and they're starting to lose big time. He opens up the port, just like uh, he points out to Luke in the Return of the Jedi. Right. Um, but yeah, then they show Ben Solo. He's rushing to help Rey, you know, after having redeemed himself, and he gets his butt kicked by the Knights of Ren because he has no weapon. He just had the blaster at that point, and then there's a. a cool little moment, I think, where you see Rey transfer, I think it was Luke's lightsaber? Yes. It was Luke's lightsaber through their connection. She puts it behind her head, and like Kylo puts it behind his head and kind of pulls it out like, I got my lightsaber. It was at the point where she was supposed to strike down um, Palpatine. Yes, exactly. Um, And I will interject and, and, and get off the plot for just a moment to say that that was actually one of my favorite little moments of the movie. That was when a cool Kylo moment. gets his lightsaber back and he's kind of like, "What up?" Yeah, exactly. What up? What's what's up now, Nicer Red? He gave that thing. He was like, "What you want?" <laughs> that was awesome, and that I, was cool. that's kind of why I like Kylo Ren probably the best out of all characters in this. And Adam Driver is awesome because he took something that wasn't fully fleshed out and made it pretty fantastic, in my opinion. But anyways, they have that battle, right? And he kicks the butt of the Nicer Ren. And then you have Palpatine. He's using his power to to do force drain, basically, mm-hmm. and steal Ray's life force. Ben shows up. He's stealing both of their life force, basically, and he throws Ben into a pit, kind of like he got thrown into the the chasm of the Death Star. Yeah, he even says that he was like, you know, mm-hmm. as as happened to me, 
I'm throwing yeah. the last Skywalker into the into the pit. Exactly, right? So he he has his big super bad guy moment after that, and he attacks the entire freaking fleet of the Resistance using Force Lightning, which is insane. But not just any Force Lightning. This is like the cleansing beam of Force Lightning. It's like Death Star Force Lightning. It's like the power of the Death Star in Force Lightning, practically. Yeah. It's crazy. That the moment, strongest attack we've ever seen. The, yeah, the strongest in the attack movies. from in the from, movies. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's true because there's definitely been stuff in the books, Nihilus, and, for example, and otherwhere and other places that has been more powerful than this. But Palpatine has that that attack with his light, his lightning, and then Ray has another moment that I think was pretty cool where she hears every single Jedi, and not just from the movies, but from Star Wars Rebels and the cartoons. And from other, like from all other canon, all the Jedi from all of the official Star Wars canon, basically like Ala Secura, mm-hmm. uh, Luminara, Kanan Jarrus, Ahsoka Tano, Mace Windu. Mace Windu, Anakin Skywalker, both Obi Wan. They got the voices from the cartoons and everything. Yes, right? absolutely. So they got every Hayden Christ- Christensen right? uh, reprised Anakin Skywalker mm-hmm. as one of the voices. They had Alec Guinness and. Um, um, uh, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Mm-hmm. Both there. I mean, they had everybody. Yoda. That was a cool mm-hmm. moment. I think Yoda was there. That was there. a cool moment. So that was yes. a cool moment. She kind of, you know, uh, Palpatine has his plan to use the power of all the Sith. She gets the power of all the Jedi. And she uses that strength to attack Palpatine. He turns his lightning on her. And at that point, she's losing the battle because Palpatine, you know, can take out a whole friggin' fleet. But then Ben Solo shows up, not having died from falling in the pit, which apparently there is some precedence to this in his well, training. That's, af- no, that's, that's after. W- way after the fact. She, she's, she's holding him back with the one lightsaber. Yeah, and he, then he comes out of the pit. No, 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 no. no. That's after. That's what? That's He's, after he, he dies. She then takes the second lightsaber. Well, he, he gives it to both. her. No, no, he doesn't. No, no, no. She uses the force. He's still he uses the, the force, yeah. She, he comes after the I guess the I, didn't, the I fight. didn't pay enough attention in that right. scene, right? He's yeah, after no, the she, fight. She just uses like the force to pull it. Right, so she's holding the, the lightning back with one hand, and then she uses the force to grab the second lightsaber, mm-hmm. and then uses that to repel him and destroy the Emperor. And, and, and then that's frag when him, she, like that's Thanos. when she, quote unquote, dies. That's when Ben climbs out of the pit. And uses... The force to the resurrect force her the way that whatever. it was and done from before. They share a kiss. Which was unnecessary. But, okay, then Ben dies, having used his life force to save Rey. He disappears. He disappears. As, as does all, Leia. As all, uh, and Luke. I guess, redeemed and light no, no, side Jedi But, but at disappear. the same moment. Oh, you mean, at, oh, yeah, okay. that's what I meant. He disappears and Leia disappears at the same moment also. Um, so... so you know, he passes, and obviously, at this point, you know, the resistance is still losing, but who shows up but Lando, who they had sent, had sent earlier to retrieve as much of the resistance as he possibly could in order to save the day and destroy the Empire. And, oh, man, everybody shows up. There's like a billion. I don't think I've ever seen that many spaceships. That man is a smooth a talker. Movie. Right? Because he got a lot of people pretty fast. Yeah. They, literally, it was like, what, maybe... I don't know. It wasn't that long. He he must have really pushed the Millennium Falcon to the limit because, I mean, the people that... I mean, again, you look at Last Jedi, they called out for help, got nothing. In Rise of Skywalker, you send Lando, you get everybody. 
Yeah, well, everybody. Luke's bring everybody. Luke's legend, you know? right? Helped his the return of his legend. But again, but again you know, the the whole point that Luke's legend was supposed to bring hope at the end of the movie, and at the beginning of this movie, there was no hope. Nobody was. There was nothing. So again, I'm just continue, continue because again, we're gonna get off on a tangent, but. Um, so, everybody so, comes. so yeah, everybody comes and Lando leads the resistance, and they you know, they destroy the, the the star destroyer, and they destroy all the ships, and they win the battle. The galaxy celebrates, yay! Like we won, just kind of like we, you get to see some old characters. You get Ewoks. to see Ewoks again uh, in the celebration. You get to see Cloud City with the star destroyer kind of falling behind it. The that was pretty Moon cool. Um, you see a lot of old throwback locations like that. Yeah. And, you know, we had that little celebration, kind of like Return of the Jedi, and then we cut to Rey uh, returning to Tatooine, but a very specific location on Tatooine, the Lars homestead where Luke Skywalker was raised. uh, Also something that happened during um, the uh, celebration that I really like was Chewie finally getting his medal. That's true. Yeah, that was Leia's medal. Uh Uh-huh. That was Leia's medal. But he got a medal. But he got yeah, it. He got yeah. a medal. Yes, yes, I know. Yeah, he got a medal. From, Way from too his late. Girlfriend. Way too late. The, the alien that really likes yeah. him. But I thought that was a touching moment. Yeah, yeah. that was a, another good moment in the movie. Um, and then, you know, they have the celebration. You see Ray in the homestead, the Lars homestead. You see the moisture evaporators. You see all the, the original stuff from the original movie set. And she buries the Skywalker lightsabers, Luke and Leia's, in the sand and covers them over, and reveals her new lightsaber that's orange that appears to be made out of pieces of her staff that she had from the beginning of The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where we get the end of the movie. Um, and a local person asks, who are you? She says her name is Ray. She pauses for a moment. Luke and Leia, their Force ghosts come out. They say what's up. They smile at her. And she replies, her name is Ray Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. Bruh. The end. The end. Of the Rise of Skywalker. This is the end of all nine movies. This is the end of the sequel trilogy. So let's get into it in some more detail. The beginning of the movie, we have Kylo Ren having his meeting with Palpatine. Um, what I mean, worked? I, I, what didn't? I I just didn't think that that interaction should have come so early. Like, oh my god, um, it it just didn't. It didn't. Like, I get in Last Jedi. He he was hardcore. Let the past die. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, I don't know. Just uh, the whole first part with Palpatine just does not work with me. Like, is it the uh, this the plot? Is it is it his plot? It's I guess the way is, he is was it dialogue. It, is it was it his exposition instead of you know, show, telling instead of showing. In, yes, in a sense. No. Like, that, that happened throughout the entire movie. Mm. Every conversation was was expository, in my opinion. Mm. Every, every 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 conversation that was elongated was okay. This is what's happening. This is what we need to do. This is where we're going to go. You know, every character was exposition, exposition, exposition. So it wasn't just that line. It was. Every single line. Worst you know? offender was probably Poe, in my opinion. Yes, Who absolutely. was the weakest of the main characters in this movie. Yep. And I really like really? Oscar Isaac. So? I, mean, it was just I thought Finn was the weakest. 
Finn. I think Finn was Finn connected with with um, what was that character's name? Jaina. Yeah, but that's why I think that was the weakest because. He also then disconnected with the other characters. Characters they had a story he, arc with. He's not the weakest because he's force sensitive, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think that like so. So I mean, we're going back to like, you know, yeah. Kylo and stuff like that, and 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 with uh, Kylo Ren and uh, and Palpatine. My things. I agree with you. I think everybody. I think does. I mean, Jose, do you agree with like Palpatine being uh, introduced too early? I think yeah. The Palpatine was. I have to agree that Palpatine being introduced in the crawl. And then being introduced at the very beginning of the movie, like being the first thing that they find, didn't make a lot of sense. I think there should be a little bit more suspense to that. You know like what? that could have been the end of the first act, maybe. I just That's how I you ju- end it. Something just actually dawned on me. Mm-hmm. I think that this movie would have worked if there was another movie in between Rise of Skywalker and this one. Because if there was a movie that introduced Palpatine, you mean last uh, Last Jedi and this one, or and Last Jedi and, and so and four, this one, four, right? well, so f- uh, four movies. I think there was a different the, movie I, in between know, these. If these there two. was a movie that introduced. Palpatine and like his ma- plan and his mission and all that stuff. Yeah, he became, then this movie would have made sense. There should have been the last the Jedi. Greatest threat in under two minutes. Yeah, but I mean, I'm and, back. And, and then not yeah. a, and then on top of that, on top of that, hold on, Kylo, Kylo, who is introduced as the supreme leader, gets no opportunity to show himself governing and being a supreme leader. Mm-hmm. So like they introduce him as a supreme leader, but he becomes a lackey within like two to three minutes. He goes to kill Palpatine, and as the supreme leader with his mission to kill Palpatine, in the first instance, he's turned, mm-hmm. and he's like, "All right, yeah, cool. I'll be your, uh, I'll be your uh, apprentice, basically." See, but and but he he, he he really doesn't though, because remember apprentice? he reveals immediately he wanted to to yeah, reach out to Ray and he, kill he, Palpatine. He, he probably realized in that moment that Palpatine was just right, way too much that, for him. That, I think that, this is true. No, but I think that was the perfect opportunity to strike because he wasn't all powerful yeah. as yeah. yet. You know, my He's thing is like my thing is no. like why yeah, seek him out? Probably then? Still, you could probably still wipe out Kylo. But well, maybe Kylo didn't realize it that. until he got there. Yeah, Kylo didn't know that. Maybe, you know? but like, but still, like, why then seek him out if like his plan is like, you know what, I'm gonna find Ray and then kill Kylo. You know what I mean? Like this, that ends up being being like completely unnecessary. Well, I think the whole the whole Palpatine Ray thing is unnes- is it makes no sense. You know what I'm saying? Because you know. Yeah. Now that I think about it, the prediction we made if, years ago well, after well, the Force no, no, Awakens, not even not even the, the parentage, the whole the whole th- setup for for Palpatine because he wants to kill Ray, yeah. right? Every everything that uh, like AJ said, everything that Palpatine does is meticulously planned. He 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 strategizes decades ahead. You know, he's the mastermind of the original trilogy. And and you saw it in the prequels, right? His original thing is he's he's he hires this bounty hunter to go kill Ray, mm-hmm. kills mm-hmm. his parents, cannot find Ray, so that 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 mission is put away. They finally find the scavenger, as he calls her, right? He tasks Kylo to kill her, mm-hmm. and and then. Kylo doesn't do it, but he brings it to her, and then he says, "You know what? I need you to kill me, so then I can transfer right. my my spirit." Then it becomes, "I I need you. I'm I'm gonna kill you because you're not gonna do it." Then he says, "No. Now I have both of you. The 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 Jedi die or the Force dyad, as he yeah. called it. Right. I'm going to drain both of you, and then I'm gonna become the Emperor. I I mean." This does not see, sound but, like but, the But before the emperor, we get to all of that, what I need to you know, know, what I need to know is how is it 
remind me how is it that Kylo got convinced to get on this mission? What did Palpatine? There is no, there is, there is no explanation. All he did was like no do this, and Kylo decided to do it. Yeah, there is no explanation. That's what I'm saying. I Unless think he already planned on killing him at that point, but he got there and he was like, "This is somebody I can't mess with." I, I'm going to try and grab her again. But, but, but the thing is that that wasn't that, shown. That yeah, wasn't what shown gave at him all. That, what gave him that idea that, well, he says oh, this it. guy is, is way powerful? Well, but he, he goes to Ray once he connects to her almost immediately, and he's like, yo, Palpatine's your, your freaking dad, and we got to kill him. No, 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 no. no I, I, I agree with that. Saying, I like, agree that. But what, where did you get the sense that... Well, what, do you, what do you think? What do you think? Here's, here's my thing. When he revealed that... I've been that voice in your head all your life and yeah. basically reveals that he is basically Snoke. The only reason he won up Snoke is, Snoke is because he blindsided him. He so could he not win. Palpatine. So exactly. Yes, but Palpatine. Pal okay. There is, no, there is no instance at that point that leads Kylo to believe that Palpatine is this all-powerful being that he cannot, he cannot defeat. There is, there is no, there is, there is no show of power that Palpatine. He's literally hooked up to a hook. Yeah, you he's on life support. Exactly. Literally. What well, makes that, you think that Kylo is is looking at him? Is like, oh, this dude, I can't. Yeah, mess with him. like that's what I'm saying. At what point did Kylo realize that like he cannot beat, uh, that he cannot beat Palpatine? I get the fact that you're saying that he uh, he changed his plan and said, you know what, afterwards. I'll kill afterwards. But it's not because he was scared of him. There was no reason to be scared of this old, feeble-looking guy that's hooked up, like you said, this is, on this life is, support. This is, in my opinion, this is, is one of those, like, what-if moments, just like uh, Game of Thrones. Like, what if Ned didn't go down <laughs> to, to Westeros? Then we wouldn't have had any story. It would have just been the end. Exactly. And it would. this is one of those things that, like, oh, we're going to start the movie off with him facing off with a weakened Palpatine that shows no reason for Kylo not to kill him, which is what he went there for. This is what you do. If Kylo had done it, then that would have been the end of the movie. The that's minute, <laughs> the minute that Kylo pulls out his his blade and puts it on, that's the point where you show Palpatine and his power. Yeah, that's do when, something yeah, with that. Yeah, he they didn't, didn't do, do any of that. This is a new point he to why you know anything. what I'm gonna go from one out of ten to point five. Out well, <laughs> well, because this is another one. We have to also remember he was like, "Hey, I have four trillion star destroyers. If you do my bidding, so." You get to keep those. Right, but well, if he kills pretty... them, why wouldn't he yeah, get he to keep those Yeah, he could still take anyway? it anyway. Well, he didn't know how to control them. What, what did you say? By uh, possession but, uh, is nine-tenths of, nine of the law. Yeah, but see, here's the thing, right? So, like, he kills them. There's no leader for this uh, Starfleet. He still already has the First Order as at his command. And He's his the name is Supreme Leader. He's already the Supreme Leader. He doesn't need any of this. It's not like he's like some like guy trying to like take over the the galaxy. He already is the leader of the galaxy. Yeah. He gets some cool new toys though. <laughs> but he could take that just he by just killing take it. Palpatine. He right could just there. take it. But he can't kill Palpatine. All right. Well, let's, let's move. Let's That's move on the thing. We, Why? Oh my God! You just blew my mind. Palpatine thing. You just blew my mind. I can't believe we overlooked the fact that there's no reason for Kylo not to kill him. Exactly. I, again, uh, one of these things where it's like, what the mm. f? You know. Well, we think he can't, but that's like moving on. We get to the scene where you have Leia training Ray, which is that the right was that the right choice to have Leia revealed to have this kind of Jedi power? What do you guys think? And to be training Ray to be her new her new trainer. If it had done over been done over time through the three movies, then sure. But it was not. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. They showed that was Leia using the they showed Leia now. using the 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 Force powers to float back to the ship. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and, uh, Don't call and her rise. master. Don't call her That's master. The they made her a master. You know, I, I, I'm okay with her training, but don't make her, you know, the the, the highest point of the Jedi Order. Even as with a matter of fact, there, as a know? matter of fact, I felt like in this movie they showed Leia teaching uh, Ray much more than Luke taught Ray. Right. Right. Luke was also reluctant. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, he, sure. he probably she probably had more time. With him, then Luke, I mean, Luke had guess, some time yeah. also, it, but it yeah, was but, it was the time that yeah, they were, we're being talking, chased. We're talking about like Leia being taught by Luke versus Luke being taught by Yoda and Obi Wan. Well, well, Luke didn't have much time with either of them. Yeah, he had. Wait. He had little time. Remember, even they said your training is nowhere near complete. Yeah, no, no, you I, know? I remember that. He, but he basically Luke had it was more only time. Only months. Then Ray, Luke had more time with Yoda than Ray had with Luke. Right, but we're talking about Leia, Leia though. Like, how right. did Leia become There's a master if she was trained by somebody that what didn't master the order, the the Jedi art, and who happened to give it up halfway through her training? Well, she was. She, I think, master was more of a title as yeah, as a, a title of respect. That you're not supposed to, mm, I don't then, know. then a I don't title know. of you're a Jedi master. No, she kind of. I think that she like showed that she's a Jedi master because she's able to like force communicate with Kylo and she's able to train uh, Leia and since when very did, accurately and she can fix the lightsaber you know what I mean like since all when these did things. that power become like a like a, a general thing that everybody now knows you know which power the, the, the force the power force to, communication to, to force I am yeah to go force DM over, over these long distances and whatnot slid in by no, force no, no, the last Jedi the last Jedi Talks about that power, but remember, mm-hmm. it said every time it says that by doing that, they they drain their life force, especially right. a, across long distances. But we've never seen been, it before, and now we've yeah, we seen have. like a hundred. Luke and Leia in the Empire Strikes Back. When Luke falls down down off Bespin, Not even that. but that, they weren't Vader that far away. They were in still, the same vicinity. Still, that shows that, it, that they know the power. They can learn to get better at it. I think. I think, guess, I think I, that's yeah, a bit yeah, of a, okay. too much of a nip. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I guess you're you right. Got, you see, I know you guys yeah, don't no, like no, the movie, no, but no, you're no, getting. No. I, I, I like the Force DM. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm cool with that. Mop I just out. don't understand how Leia became a master of all these powers. You know, but seemingly I, the, overnight. I don't think she was a master, but. I I think to I be, think that she was the best that was available, and that's why she right, was, the she was the only one available. But she still was exactly. able. The fact that she was still able to do all these things out of nowhere is my problem. They showed you know I mean? her best Luke. Luke underestimates people, though. He always has. That's always been his 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 mistake. That's been his mistake. But they showed in this movie her besting him without showing how she got so good. That's my problem. Yeah. The only instance that we saw her with a lightsaber was her besting yeah. Luke, and she right? did complete her training, by the way. Because they did mention that her last day of training. Oh, that was that was on her right. last day of training. Exactly. So yes. she did complete her she training. She said, I, "I just read it." She said that she saw uh, her son die, mm-hmm. uh, which is why she gave it up. She said that like her son died if she continued her mm-hmm. if she continued on this path, so which you, is why she gave it up. From from Jedi Knight. Anyway. So, so she was so she, she was a Jedi Knight. She became a Jedi Knight because she completed her training, mm-hmm. and she became a Jedi Master over time. It's implied, I guess. Yeah, but right? that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. like they, you can't show. They showed within, essentially, a few minutes worth of scenes in the her movies, being right? yeah. a Jedi Knight, besting the last surviving Jedi Master, uh, and then her becoming a master to another apprentice. You know, and mm. she's able to use all these other 
um, force powers that have never been that they've never shown her using before. You know, what I mean? my thing is that like it's mm-hmm. one thing to like um, to it's totally cool. She's a Skywalker. She should be a Jedi. She can't be a Jedi. The whole nine, whatever. But don't do it over the course of just ten minutes when you have three films that they could have done it with. If you didn't do it in the beginning, don't just shove it in the film. Because in my opinion, that whole training Ray could have been done better simply by giving her the fact that she has the Jedi texts. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm you know? gonna say this one thing. Mm-hmm. Leia being a Jedi master, there's a line in the movie where Poe is is, you know, basically um, scolding Ray, and he's like, you know what? Why are you here? You're the best fighter in our, in our thing. We need you out there, not here training. Why isn't Leia out there? That's true too. You know, if she's I mean, a then Jedi again, I ended to see. My thing is, like, I do understand logistically they couldn't do that anymore because Leia's. Oh no, you know, of, she's of dead. course, but, but that's know. my thing. Like, don't force a story then. Right, exactly. You know? Just do, don't still, make her a master. Don't, I, I still think though that's that's more down to Leia. Was it was she like her her power? Because every Jedi has this different power. Right, like every Jedi Master, or has like a different, not a different power, but like a different thing that they're different better underst- at. Different and I think Leia, uh, yeah, yeah, like Leia's power was a social power in a way. It was one that improved the ability of, of the people that she was in command with. Like I think that was more her power. She was a natural force leader. Right, but they didn't. Right? But they didn't show that either. They showed her politically. They didn't show her using the force to be a leader. They showed her politics. You know, they showed mm. how she used politics to be a leader. Mm. You know, it'd be one thing if it was like, you know, I feel like we need to do this in order to, like, win this battle. I feel like, you know, if she spoke more like Finn did in this movie, or like, I have a feeling about this, mm. then they would, then you can kind of make the case that, like, she's using her Jedi powers for the leadership yeah. of the government. It's, you know? hu- it's man, it's, so, it sucks, though, because it's hard to have made that happen, like you said, because of Carrie Fisher's Yeah, so passing. then my thing is, like, if you're going to do it half-assed, don't do it at all especially when there was already a plot device that could have solved that issue. She has all the Jedi texts, which was a big deal in Rise of... Uh, in, a, in, a, in The Last Jedi. A lot you know, of things were a big um, deal in that movie. Yeah, I mean, I understand <laughs> that they retconned it, but I think it's wave. really cool that, like, we finally got to see, like, where the Jedi first started, the the, the, the master text and mm-hmm. all this, that, and the other. And the she's a natural she at had, this Yeah, also. she's a natural. So why shouldn't she be able to, like go as a hermit in the forest on her own and train herself. Agreed. And they could have done something where, like, Poe's like, where's Rey? We need her. She's like, I don't know where she is. She's somewhere in the forest. Well, I mean, and then he goes in the have, forest. You have to remember, again, that the reason she quit is because she realized that if she continued on that path, that Kylo was going to die. So, I mean, if so you had do, that vision... Where did you vision, see that? Huh? Where did you see that? That was, that was written That's in the... Luke explained it. It's, it's Luke part of the... It's, it's, oh, it was it's, in there? It's, yeah, it's Luke explains of, that. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that Luke explains that to Ray. Yeah. That's why she okay. quit. Yeah. So if if you knew that if you continued with all of your Jedi training and maybe you know, but she finished it. But she finished it before that, and then she had the vision. She finished her Jedi training. Then she had the vision of of Kylo right. dying she, she got or Ben the, dying. That, that's fine, and, and that's so what the timeline that. on that makes sense. And then it would make sense why she wouldn't be fighting. Right. Why she so would want to stay behind in a position of leadership I, even to this day. I understand, and my thing is, like, I don't think that that's... This is why I say that there's a good story to be told. I think they just told it wrong, because mm-hmm. it's, it's I'm totally cool with that storyline, but they delivered it wrong. They, so, you can't deliver that over just a couple of minutes and then expect us to just, like, eat it because you served it. Let me ask you, know, you this. When there's a better way to explain Ray's training. Let me, let me ask you this question. They were, they were basically pinned down in crate 
right? The entire resistance. Leia was a part of that group. Yeah. Leia did nothing. With mm. all that power, you're, you're looking at the extinction of the resistance, and she did nothing with all that power. And I understand the whole dynamic of, you know what, if I pick up the lightsaber, if I do this and that, you are looking at the extinction of the galaxy's only hope. And if you're going to take the stuff that was in Rise of Skywalker, why did she not step up at that moment when they were at their the end of their rope? That makes no sense whatsoever. Mm. I'm sorry. You, you cannot explain anything away with that. You're looking at the First Order bearing down and killing every instance of the resistance and you do nothing as a Jedi Master. I, that's can you what, explain that, that? This is why I'm saying that like they shouldn't have done it at all if they weren't going to do exactly. it from the beginning. Exactly. You, know? you didn't have to do it. Mm-hmm. It's like he said, she already is a natural in the Force. She has powers without any training whatsoever. She picked up the ability... To to use the force to influence people without even knowing it. Nobody yeah, taught her no that. No one taught her that. Yeah. She has the Jedi text. Do that instead. That makes more sense like than actually, making her a master. Because now, every film before it, you question what the hell was she yeah, doing at that point. I mean, yeah, why? Well, yeah, that's true. But okay. like, I mean, you know, and 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 the other thing that I think that makes the Jedi text a better device to teach Rey in my opinion is it like makes it important end, you know like like in the end for example when she has like her custom lightsaber who taught her how to make this custom lightsaber and all that she could have learned that from the book she could have learned she could have mastered things like as a matter of fact like the next evolution of the series could be how she's rediscovering the Force through these master texts. Gabe, you know what, I mean? what, like, is, what is the line that they love to use in this movie? A thousand generations live in you now. Yeah. Where are you getting that from? The Jedi text. Exactly. Where like, is all know. that knowledge coming from? The Jedi text. So th- this is, again, why I have an overall issue with the movie is that I don't think that there's a... I think that there's a really good story in the film. I think mm. that they just delivered it all wrong. You know, um, like I said, with the introduction of Palpatine, with uh, the way that Rey was uh, trained through Leia, with um, the relationships that uh, that Poe and Finn started with uh, Rey and, you know, Poe with Rey, in my opinion, I don't know, did you feel like there was some sort of, like, flirty connection there with Poe and Rey? In the uh, beginning of the film, at least. Definitely at the bit. end. Just a little. Just a little, but only because they only had the one scene. And then you had the rest of the film where there was disconnect. But if you think about the end of uh, um, The Last Jedi, when he introduces himself to her, he introduces himself in a way where, like, oh, snap, I, I'm kind of into you. He goes, like, hi, I'm Poe. And, you know, you have, like, a little bit of a look. Hubba, and then hubba. you start this film very similarly, mm. the way that in Empire Strikes Back, how Han and Leia started very like bickering and and flirtatiously bickering Mm -hmm. you know so you kind of feed us that and then dismiss it and then again like i go back to finn you fed us rose in the last film that man's all over the place and then and then you show him being interested in ray in all the films and then you introduce uh jaina and then have nothing happen with any of them, Finn's a player. So it's like it, it's like okay, so you you get fed like these crumbs and like the, these little appetizers, and you're waiting for the main course, and then it just never comes. You know, they just bring you the check. I'm like, wait, 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 I didn't get the rest of my meal. You know, and these are some of the issues that I have. Mm-hmm. If you just edit out like the scenes where he's 
you know, about to tell Ray that he loves her, presumably. Um, if you uh, get rid of Jaina completely, I think that there's already a much better storyline just for Finn. Because then Finn's story arc becomes how he's getting more in tune with the Force and nothing else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... All right, let's my so there's there's Palpatine. <laughs> so all of that. So well, no, we have, we have the 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 scene with with uh with Leia and Rey, right? And then mm-hmm. after that we have the scene where they they where Finn, Poe and Chewbacca discover the information that leads to them figuring out that Palpatine's alive, which doesn't make they have to sense confirm that because because supposedly everybody already knows that he's alive, right? I guess they had to confirm it through a mission to an ice planet. I Okay. That part was kind of pointless. Yeah. That was pointless that when you already pointless. tell the, uh, like, like the so, audience, so actually, yeah. not even just the audience. Dead speak. You know, like, <laughs> there, there's a there's a transmission going through the entire galaxy saying that it's Palpatine. Yeah. Well, that was another sort of expository scene. I didn't like that scene either, so I'm not I'm not going to dispute that in any way. That scene seemed kind of pointless. It, it did bring us Julio, um, the first Hispanic in the Star Wars <laughs> <Julio>. universe. <laughs> Which we see Julio's head later. What do you do? Um, yeah. Julio! <laughs> so it does, around the same time, you know, Ray, there's a scene where she discovers the the notes in Luke's Jedi text that could lead them to Palpatine, which I guess shows that Luke was always keeping track of what Palpatine was doing, I suppose. And he was still scared. So he was prepared, but, but he was still like, I'm not going to mess with that right there. I'm just going to let Palpatine do his thing. So, so that was a little rough for me also, I guess. So where do we think that this 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 him looking for the Sith holocron, I refuse to call it a wayfinder, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, where where do we think that this happens in Luke's career, I guess? When when is he searching for the Sith the Sith holocron? Probably probably I would say you know you, they don't say that and that'll probably if anything they'll probably flesh that out in in comics or video games or something like that but i would say by my estimation that happens maybe either just before the fall of kylo to the dark side or just after it has to be around that time before or after i don't see any other reason for him to do it otherwise beforehand unless he always knew and he was preparing kylo to take him on so why was he searching for that sith holocron in the first place uh, he knew well. He knew Ray's, Ray's parentage, apparently. Okay, and he totally abandoned it at that point. What uh, the, the, the holocron? Sur- the search for the holocron. We abandoned everything. You know? yeah. I think. I think there was probably a point that you could say he was still somewhat engaged in trying to figure all this stuff out in the galaxy, and then maybe when Kylo fell to the dark side, he was like, "Well, I don't even have my my ally who's in my family, so screw all this. I'm done. Here's the holocron. Forget about you, Ray. Forget about you, Palpatine, and move on." Um, so we have the mission where they go to Pasana, which looks a little bit like the planet from The Force Awakens where Maz Kanata is from. It's like a same, it's like a similar festival going on. Takadana. Takadana. Um, there's a festival going on. We get the return of Lando Calrissian, which I think was, I think that was a cool scene. I like that scene. I mean, there wasn't, there wasn't much to it other than Lando basically giving him some more information and being expository, but I think that they handled it pretty well. And mm-hmm. seeing Billy Dilly yeah, was back was in the role, he was good. Yeah, you know I, don't, I, mean? I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with his costume. You know, all in like the tight <laughs> top and everything. 
Listen, I think I think he could have been a little bit more modernized. <laughs> that's you know? Lando being Lando. Man. He could have still had a cape, but he's the original OG. Neck. <laughs> Listen, he's the OG. He's it just like matter. Han Solo. He's that, clinging he's, to he's it. Like, he's like the galactic uh, pimp attire. Right exactly. <laughs> still clinging to it. I think he had some of the better lines in the movie. Oh yeah, too. He, he did. did. I think he was great. Um, yeah. So Lando, yeah, Lando worked too. I would say. If yeah. anything, we want to talk about positive. Lando and Chewie together worked really well. I that mean, was yeah, really good. That was a nice reunion. I think Chewie worked well in this movie also. Since we're discussing, he doesn't get many scenes. And he does get the scenes where he where we do get something from Chewie are either funny or super freaking emotional, like when he finds out Leia passes away, and when he gets the medal. Yes, that was really. Those good. are both pretty yeah. awesome. Can can I ask how you guys felt about the humor? Because I held, I felt the humor in this movie was forced, ridiculous. There was no point that I. There was I nothing that was outright you know? funny. You want to know why? You want to know why I, it was I, forced? I can tell you exactly mm-hmm. why it was forced. It's because the relationship connection was not there anymore. So then the humor didn't play. Three viewings in a movie theater. Not once did I hear laughter in any of the three viewings. Yeah, that's and, true. And yeah. and I'm talking about morning, afternoon, evening. Again, nothing. And I think it's because they did really bad character development. You know what I mean? Like those scenes with C-3PO were supposed to be humorous. But because, but because of the way that they developed the characters and their mean. relationships, yeah, it felt mean. You feel really, really sad. And it's like, damn, dude, like, what the hell? What's <laughs> wrong with you? Like, stop. And I've never been a fan of C-3PO. I actually really dislike C-3PO. He, is, he can be annoying. He's very, very annoying. And it's, one of, the reasons I, it's one of the reasons I don't <laughs> like uh, the, like, I don't, I don't enjoy the original trilogy as much as I should because of C-3PO. I just think he's a little bit too annoying for me. Okay. Um, oh, my. And, and, and I think that he speaks he's too much. He's your Jar Jar from the original trilogy? He's well, like, he's, well, Jar Jar yeah. is the C-3PO of the prequel <clears throat> trilogy, right. you know what I mean? But, um, Who's worse? Because if, if you ranked the, the... Yeah, you ranked that second. You ranked the prequels. Well, I mean, well, I'm, I'm not going to base the prequels off of just Jar Jar. Because thankfully yeah. they stopped giving him a bunch of lines. <laughs> by, <laughs> after, by that first, yeah. after that first yeah. one, backlash uh, was there. And I, I, I like C3PO more than Jar Jar because C3PO has a good relationship with uh, R2D2, R2-D2, which mm-hmm. is great. You know what I mean? Um, but, straight uh, maker. But yeah, in this film, like I, I did not feel. I wasn't annoyed by C-3PO at all. I was actually really, really, like, sad and upset. And then I was even more upset, speaking of C-3PO, I'm, I was even more upset that they retconned C-3PO within the film. So they they kill off his memory, they give him a, a, a wonderful kind of goodbye and everything, and then they bring his memory back. It's like, oh, well, that emotional scene that you just saw, forget about it. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, No goodbyes. You know, but he doesn't know who they are, right? So they're not his friends anymore. He only o- only for a little exactly bit, and that would have been fine. Even at the end. No, no, no not because at the end. remember, they yeah, brought back his memory. Yeah, back. yeah, but remember, it wasn't. It was from The Force Awakens. Awakens. Yeah, but he right, still... But he knew he, them by then. Yeah, he still knows yeah, them by then. You know? He was no, going on missions with them, as a matter of fact. Yeah, no, my issue is that. So my thing is, like... This is actually what would kill the second viewing because the the emotional scenes, if you retcon them, they know you, you. There's no emotion to go back and try to feel again, right? Yeah. Like that that scene with C-3PO when I saw it, I really felt like, oh my god! Like they didn't I felt give something. you enough time to to feel the moment because a couple of scenes later they retcon yeah. it. They retcon it. But even it, if, you if know? but see, if they didn't even need to do that, they didn't need to bring his memory back. And if they didn't, then. When I go to watch the movie again, I'm going to feel that same feeling of sorrow mm-hmm. for seeing him having to give up his memory again. But no, like... Yeah, just keep, you know? keep him with no memory. Leave, yeah. it, leave it like that. I, I don't understand the reason why you needed to take his memory in the first place. But if you're going to take his memory, 
keep take it that it, way. Yeah, you don't know what stop I'm saying? second guessing your decisions. You exactly. know what I mean? Like if you're gonna. But again, another, 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 another way to appease the fans. Yeah. Appease the fans. That's all this movie is. Is appeasing the fans. I'm gonna kill off Chewbacca, then I'm not gonna kill off Chewbacca. I'm mm-hmm. gonna kill off C3PO, but I'm not gonna kill off C3PO. Nothing was earned. So after they after they have the scene where they led to the artifact and they have the little Indiana Jones moment with Lando Calrissian, where they end up kind of in those caves, right, to retrieve the artifact. Mm-hmm. Um, Kylo has found out through his force bond with Rey that they're on Pasana and the Knights of Ren show up. I think, in my opinion, the whole part when Kylo showed up, that was when the movie was starting to pick up a little bit more because the action in the desert was pretty cool. But the scene that we did see in the trailer, yes, with with uh, Ray flipping over the Tie Fighter, we actually see what she did to it, and it was right. pretty awesome. That was really cool. Yeah. That was really cool. That showed how much she had grown in the Force, how much more powerful she had gotten, and it was it was like a little bit of a of a of a game of chicken or like a uh, like a western or something like that more that she kind of faced off with Kylo, and then Kylo basically showing like, is that the best you can do? And walking out of the fire, yeah, like, exactly. That's what I was whatever, about to say, dude. You know what? Again, Kylo being like, and what? Fire um, retarding. <laughs> and that that was kind of cool. Um, I think. What did you guys think of the scene there where they kind of have their escape from the planet from Kylo Ren and their quick confrontation with uh with some of the first order there. Did that scene work for you at all? Were there it was okay. any big nitpicks? I mean, I mean you know irrelevant. Um, it, yeah, irrelevant. Irrelevant. Really. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean I mean the, a lot of the scenes felt irrelevant. The the only thing that you saw was was Ray's kinda tapping into the dark side of the force with the the force lightning. Yeah, that she is takes not, down the transport with yeah. her and Kylo having the that, that, was, that was not a I, Jedi power. Yeah, that's, that that that's was a, cool. That's a Sith power. Yeah. yeah. You know? So it, that probably is the only thing you take away out of that whole scene. That's when everybody you know? who thought that she was a Palpatine was like, Yep, she's a Palpatine. I'm like right. Yeah. <laughs> well I mean like you know it, it, it's it's also one of those things that like go ahead and reinforces the fact that she is such natural. No one had to teach her to use that. Mm-hmm. She's never even seen she just that tapped power. into it she just tapped into it you right know. you know what i mean it skips with generations that, in the palpatine family apparently yeah, with no. the rage, yeah it's not like the skywalkers where every generation you guys are so talented know the palpatines are like nah you you suck but your your daughter she's gonna be awesome because his son didn't have any powers apparently yeah that's that's well, very no, 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 true wait, or if he did there's maybe no, no remember yeah. what it was that like they chose to be nobodies so i can yeah. understand that you know they okay. chose not to, yeah, to yeah, be yeah. nobodies and I, I I like that, you know what I mean? I like that, like, you want to know why I like it? Because it does, like, it gives um, her parents the identity and also um, a little bit of a lesson that you can choose who you want to be, you know, which plays towards the end of the film, too. Okay. You choose yeah. who you want to be. You don't have to be beholden to your name or your history or your past. You choose, despite your history and your past, who you want to be in the future, which is why I agree and I like the fact that she chose to take on the name of Skywalker. Yeah, I okay. like that too. I, I I didn't like the the fact that Kylo goes back on what he says and he says, "Yeah, they were nobodies." Oh, it's because they chose to be. You know, I I wasn't too cool about that. I agree with your premise that you know it it could be that they chose not to use the force because we've yeah, seen I think, instances, I think that's more what it is. Yeah, we've seen instances of Jedi's choosing to cut themselves off of, of the force, Luke being one of them, you know. Um I just I it was a clunky way of saying, hey, yeah, I told you they're nobodies, but really they're nobodies who chose to be nobodies. 
I just have to add that caveat. Mm-hmm. It was a clunky but, way but of that, doing but that, it. But know? the thing is that that's also like Kylo from the dark side. Remember, being part of the dark side, you're also very manipulative. You know what I mean? You but say the thing. I don't think he's like that because he kept on telling them, I only speak the truth to you. And quite honestly, that's, that's yeah, what Yeah, but like the done. truth can still be skewed. The truth can still be skewed by perspective. Yeah, and the thing I is, in his that. perspective, he's like, I, I oh, like give- because they gave up the, the 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 Palpatine name or whatever, they are nobody. So they're nobodies that chose to be nobodies. Well, I, I think you give Kylo for a, drinking a little money too much credit. Was a lie. No, well, I, I don't think he's that smart. <laughs> to be, I don't think he's as manipulative as as that. That's really, because like in Rise of Palpatine because because in the Last Jedi. Um, obviously, he killed Snoke, and then when it came time for, like, you know, to, to see who, he, he was like, the girl killed Snoke, now we must do this. You know, he was yeah. smart enough to take advantage of situations. But he didn't care for Snoke, you know what I'm saying? No, no, I know, but I'm saying as far as, like, the intellect to be able to take take advantage of a situation and manipulate Hux. And Guys, I need, I need my teammate to chime in with me here. I'm getting piled on. I need help. <laughs> I need help. There, Let there, him speak. There is one thing that I can speak to about Kylo and his uh, retcon, per mm-hmm. se. In the initial interaction in the beginning with Palpatine, I think that's where he had the bombshell dropped on him. That, oh, she's a Palpatine. Probably. Because... But that wasn't... Yeah, I guess they didn't it's not imply so that enough. But, I but think it's not so much... But then why in the beginning? In the first... In the second movie? Because then. he didn't know. So then why even offer it to her at that point? Because he now cares about her for some reason. Because their connection about her in the second movie, but he still didn't have that information. Right, but he. But my point is that in the second movie, he offered that information as fact. Right, Did because he not? what because that's all he understood he at the time is fact. Okay, I, I just I, I don't know I. And I, she blocked it off, which she explained in this movie. Also, it was there, but she also didn't like really confront it as that being part of her lineage. She knew too, and like. You know, in in reality, if she blocked it off, it kind of is the truth because she doesn't even believe it to be the truth anyway. Truth is subjective. In this case, that's a little bit of a stretch, but and he he didn't know anyway in the second movie, so it's kind of hard to say that he would be lying about it in the second movie if he had no idea. Okay. I mean, how would he have had an idea? And if he did, how would he rush off in this movie to go kill Palpatine if he already knew that Palpatine was around and he knew that Ray was Palpatine's granddaughter? Like, it makes some sense if you think about it. Okay. Um, no, 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 no. If 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 you you think there's any other reasoning behind that, but also we got we have to mention also. Uh, so presumably Chewbacca is killed by Ray's Force lightning. Let's not forget. Yeah, that. I, I, I that wasn't, was pointless. Yeah, that was like, that was pointless for me. That that would have made that scene so much. When I first saw that scene, I was like, "What the hell?" Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have liked Chewbacca to go out like that, though. No, not like that. Which I'm glad not that like they that. didn't. You know yeah. what I mean? What Chewbacca needs to go out in a blaze of glory. Then why even put that there? The reason yeah. he put it there was to is see the to, lightning. Is, is is one to see the yeah. lightning? Yeah, but, I know. But, but but the other thing too is to kind of give gravity and reason and 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 everything for the crew to go on a mission for something. The problem is that they, like from the viewer standpoint, they take that away from you by showing you that he's alive. If they show you that he's presumably dead. And then they show you the crew going on a mission that they have to do because they don't want Chewbacca's death to be in vain. And they all find right? We find out at the same time we as the characters. We find out at the same time as the characters. We share the emotion that the characters have, right? Like, the whole the, the whole reason for, like, for example, it would, make, it would make the C-3PO giving up his memory that much more weighted because it's like, 
look, we can't, we cannot let Chewbacca's death be in vain. And CP3, C3PO decides to agree, like, you know what, let's do it. You but that's still I mean? a cop out because you're looking at the extinction of the universe. You don't need Chewbacca's death to to be the thing that pushes you forward. Well, you know, I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's fine. Unless you drop a moon on Chewbacca, he ain't going nowhere. Like, but, he but, better but, die in the most epic way possible. Yeah, yeah. But, but at the same time, though, like, like it, it can be hard to express that this is the end of the universe without the Star Destroyers already being in your face. At this point, we don't have, like, that looming threat of death. We haven't seen the the example of the Death Star destroyers destroying a planet. So we don't have that feeling yet. But what else is going to give the uh, the crew sense of urgency, a reason to come together and, and do everything, and, and also um, have Ray questioning whether she's, like, going to the dark or the light and whatnot if they didn't have that scene. But then they kill it off by showing, by revealing that Chewbacca's alive. Yes, so you know, that's, it's that's what I'm saying. Like, don't do that if you're just going to, Hold that, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't do things if you're gonna do it half-assed. Yeah, and that's what they do. They, they, they you know do it a mean? bunch of times in this movie. Like, they could, as a matter of fact, they didn't even have to show Chewbacca physically for another hour because he didn't. After they revealed that he was alive, he wasn't in another scene for another hour. So why yeah. do that? You yeah, know, that's true. might as well just wait until you need him to show that he's still alive. You know what I mean? And this is again, these are the things that I have a problem. Like, like I, I think that his. Fake death worked. I think that they told it wrong. No, I don't, I, you know I, what I mean. I don't think that the fake death works for me. It so doesn't I, work no, it the doesn't way work. that it was done. Yeah. It doesn't work. It would have worked if they if they ish, it revealed him later. If you spend an hour believing that Chewbacca was dead, and the characters, you know, like imagine that he get, like, that that he that the crew goes on a mission and then the mission ends up failing. Now you feel like they failed and Chewbacca's dead. And then all of a sudden they have their Chewbacca revealed. And it's kind of like, you know, you have a little bit of faith restored, you know. But you need to also have, like, in the screen screenwriting uh, uh, schism, there needs to be the, the, the all is lost moment, you know, which they had in the end when they show, like, at, like all the, the destroyers being destroyed back. and everybody dying and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But you need to have that not in the third act. You need to have that at the... Uh, end of the second act you know what i mean and that's i think where they would have they should have played or somewhere yeah, in the second act the, the, the middle beginning the, the middle of the second act Campbell or the end mythology. of the second act they got to show the all is lost moment the moment where everybody feels like they failed and that this isn't going to work and then have the third act begin and show faith being restored before the final end so let's let's move on to we're not only we're on the second act yet um <laughs> yeah, we're we're, we're let's let's move through be, this. The second act will be quick. So Poe Poe and and them move travel to Kajimi to get the Sith text extracted from C three PO's memory, and then we have the scene that we don't even have to talk about it much anymore. We kind of covered it. C three PO decides to allow his memory to be wiped, which was a great scene. I agree that it was stupid that they that they gave him his memory back almost in full by the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Because that scene was awesome. That was one of the best scenes in the movie, actually, in, in my opinion. At least emotionally, mm-hmm. that scene was great. Uh, what did you think, AJ? One thing I did like, though, I like how, like, when when they, uh, when he did, when they, uh, okay, hold on. When C-3PO finally got around to translating the Sith text, like, 
you really just got the sense that mm-hmm. there's just so much evil that coalesces around the Sith. Like mm-hmm. just him with reading robots. it, he 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 almost took on a completely different personality. It was his voice it was changed. insane. Yeah. His voice changed. It was scary. Like yeah. it was it was a good scene overall. It's actually more scenes should have been played out like that and then the payoff maybe wasn't so great. Right. Um so we have that scene. Any other thoughts on that scene? No. Yeah, <laughs> we, we. I think we've talked enough about we threw, that scene. We, we, yeah, we, we went over that scene quite a bit. Yeah, let's, um, let's move on to the next. So one. of course they find out, you know, where the Sith holocron is on Kefbeer. Thank you. Right, and at this point, Appreciate on their way to Kefbeer, Ray senses that Chewbacca is alive on Kylo's ship, um, and they infiltrate his star destroyer with the help of Zori Bliss. Um, through the Force in this scene, this is where we have Ray getting separated. From the group, uh, and Kylo finally tells her that she is Palpatine's granddaughter. The whole the whole scene, Palpatine ordered her death as a child, and then they have their little fight in that scene as well. Um, and we have our little our 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 issue with you know Finn and Poe and the rest of the group kind of being in trouble with all those stormtroopers. Um, so that scene also, I think. For the most part, there's not a lot of story necessary elements in that one, except for, of course, the the reveal to Ray, the 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 chase of of the stormtroopers with Poe and Pin. I think some Poe and Finn, <laughs> Poe and Finn. I think somebody Poe said it Finn. earlier. Poe and Pin. I think somebody said it earlier. They were kind of op, like they were just blasting through people like nothing, which was a little not great. But we did get the reveal of the spy. Yes, we got the reveal of Spy also at the end. Jen was clunky. General Hux reveals himself to be a mole and a spy for the Empire, and he helps to free Finn and Poe, not Pin and Foe, and the rest (laughs) of them. Um, So I think, yeah, this scene, again, for me, most of it was pretty good. I think the action with Finn and Poe and them was a little bit too easy. I think think that of the Ray and Kylo, I think the Ray and Kylo scenes in this movie mostly worked. I think this was another yeah. instance where they did. Again, maybe they didn't fit greatly into the overall story, but the way that they played off of each other and the way that they moved the story together was probably the most coherent thing in in the entire trilogy, honestly. So I think this scene was cool. Um, I think how they have like that force conflict is really cool, and they end up destroying Darth Vader's... Uh, not the helmet, but they, they end up destroying the pedestal that he's on. So did, he, did he bring the because through transference mm-hmm. the the Vader mask went from ship to planet, and yeah. that's how he realized that she was on the ship in his quarters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So did he pick up the, the mask or? No, I think that was just showing that. Oh, that fell. Yeah, oh, she must be in there. The it mind. is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That and that I but think that was a cool moment of realization. Right? No, we didn't. We, we didn't, didn't see, see the, the mask after that. Because he had rejects the dark side at some point a little bit okay. later on down yeah. the road. But um, what okay. about that scene do you guys think worked and didn't work? I guess especially the Ray-Kylo scene. I'm just going to say this. Um, what, one of, the, one of the, the things that they were lamenting about some of the previous films was that the main cast didn't stay together throughout the movie. In this movie... They made it a point, and they told you so. How many times? No, we're gonna do it together. Mm-hmm. You know, I, th- so I, I just, you know, now that you were mentioning that they were all there, they made it 
an extreme point to let you know that everything that they were going to do, they were going to do together. Except for they Rose. Said it, they said it like a gazillion times in this movie. And when, Ray, <laughs> and when Ray flies off multiple times. Yeah, she like runs yeah. away a few times to go like do whatever it is she needs to do. So it was it, that that thing. The only thing that that was of consequence was the fact I, I wouldn't even say the spy reveal was of consequence because they again they revealed that he's a spy. It wasn't. There was no inclination prior to that that he was working on that level, and then within five minutes of that reveal, he's dead. So that has no consequence, and it mm-hmm. doesn't play into anything other than the fact that now they know that Palpatine. And they know his entire plan, which is interesting because um, when did Hux exactly get involved in the whole Palpatine scheming thing? Did Kylo go around and send a memo to all the directors on the ship saying, hey, this is what we got. This is what we're doing. I, I, I don't understand. We did have that. Uh, all, all he did that have the conference before yeah, that when he had his mask scene. rebuilt. Yeah, but, but that happened after. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. No, it didn't. After what? That happened after Julio yeah, gave them the yeah, thing. Yeah, before this. Before this scene with, with General Hux. But Julio, but Julio, but Julio is the had one the that had the information from Hux. from Hux. Yeah. That's where they got the information from. Yeah. He's the spy. Yeah. But the meeting happened afterwards. Yeah. So how did how did Hux know? No, Hux, well, Hux was, was after, already in on it. Yeah, but that was, that was after the, movie the first started. scene where Kylo... Remember, <laughs> Kylo starts the movie. So Kylo, Kylo starts, starts the movie, movie. He returns with that information, and then. But we we didn't get the sense that that Hux knew about it. Well, the movie was know, too again. short. I mean, no, no, there's no. a lot see, of stuff see, that they want to know. They you want to know when Hux did it? They couldn't include. Hux became a spy during the missing movie between the Last Jedi <laughs> exactly. and Rise of Skywalker, which probably would have helped. <laughs> you know, like, and and they made it seem like that was the first piece of information that they got. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The first and only information that they got, and all of a sudden that becomes credible. Yeah. You get one piece of information from a person that's supposedly a spy. You don't vet the information; you just take it on its on its on its word. Oh, we did get it from a spy, right? I, you know, again, I'm, again, maybe I'm nitpicking. Rogue but One it does the same thing. Sense. Rogue One does the same thing. They don't vet the information in there either. Like, but but the, but the difference is, is they actually went and got it from the place. You know what I'm saying? They had they they, they still got had, the they used the fulcrum the system exactly. And again, fulcrum from rebels is a better way to do the whole spy thing because that was a good way they fleshed out. And again, that was more of a long form series, so they had the time to flesh it out. But literally, they drop it. Hey, I'm a spy. So hey, the, I'm the only dead. information they got was that Palpatine was alive. I mean, it's no, not no, like no, they no, got no, 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 no. They didn't. They got that he was alive. They got that he's got people working for them, that he's been working for years, that he has a full armada, that they're all... he. They got the full nine yards of Yeah, but that's all things that Kylo learned before that. That's what I'm saying. But they had everything. They had everything. Right, but Kylo learned it before that, so it's it's easily conceivable that he could have passed that information on. That's what I'm saying. This isn't a plot hole. It's just a nitpick. A nitpick. But why would you why would you give it to to Hux? He clearly does not like Hux. He doesn't like Hux at all. Why would somebody? He could have given it to the other guy. He gave it to the other guy. The other guy is is higher than Hux. Yeah. My my the only thing that that I find to be a plot hole is that he never had any idea that Hux was the was the mole. 
with his and ability to be like, able to yeah, search people's exactly. yeah. intentions, yeah. people's feelings and intents. Well, of course, he, he has to. He even to mentioned be really it. close to them in order to do that. He even mentioned it in the in the in the meaning. He was like, "I feel some hesitation from you, Hux." Yeah, but he could, he can't get into their mind without being close to them. He can get into their feelings. He can't get into their thoughts because that that's something that's revealed when he when he interrogates people. Remember, Kylo has a power to interrogate people by like basically touching them. So he can't he can't tell no, exactly what's going on. When he was doing it to to Finn, he he never physically. Oh, well, he was not closer Poe. to. I Poe. mean, to Poe, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was clo- he was closer to them. It's a difference between I mean, uh, you know you were you're in in standing in front of him or he's a couple of chairs Look, away. It's it. fine. He chose not to do it for whatever misguided reason. Maybe because he's supreme leader, he believes that he already knows all, and he's a crappy supreme it, it leader. But then no again, we also just didn't see. Uh, Kylo in his supreme leader role. We just saw him in the Kylo Ren role. That's it. So he it's like, troops with him. why it. make him yeah. supreme leader if you're not even going to show that? You know, like they showed another supreme leader. I don't even remember his name, but it was the, the, the other guy that took over everything. He essentially acted as supreme leader. Who, the General Legion? Yeah. Legion yeah. General Pride. Yeah. 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 Pride. That yeah. guy was cool. Yeah, I thought that was guy was good. cool. But you know what I mean? Like he basically took on the role of like governing. The uh, first order when yeah basically so it's like it's 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 ridiculous to call him supreme leader anything well, if he's not well but you be. know what? He's, he's 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 divvying up duties so you know he figures okay I'm doing this I'm going my task is to find the scavenger your task as a as the general allegiant is to take care of all these things for me you know what I'm saying yeah so but that's he's, dumb because that's what he he's uh, delegating that's, that's you what know? you should be doing like beforehand like, I think a better way scavenger. to have done Hux is for me would have been for him to have have physically left the Empire at the beginning because he felt like Kylo was getting close to him to um, to figuring out he was the mole he leaves he gives them the information personally he returns with them to finish this mission and gets killed here. That would have given it more emotional weight because then you would have had Kylo or a Legion General Pride be like, oh, you're back, you friggin' rat, and then blast him instead of like, I'm the mole, I'm dead. That would have given some time for that to build. So yeah. the Huck storyline yeah. didn't work at all. An- yeah. Another rush job and stuff. So the, other, said- the only other thing was the reveal of Palpatine and, you know, you're the, the granddaughter. That was that was it yeah. in that thing, right? Uh, uh, I, I, I'm just for you guys. Just reminded me now. Mm-hmm. It was it the first order or the final order? <laughs> the final what order. What an awesome name for the final the order. new empire. Oh my god! It's all orders. It's an awesome. It's order sixty six. It, it is an awesome first name order. for something that we saw. Final order. Do nothing. <laughs> exactly. We literally do like, one it's planet. One. You have like at the end, you have like all these ships, and they're literally just sent, like completely manned by people. They're all just sitting around. How long were where they sitting the, around? Where did those people come from? For like, for they were sitting around for for thirty years, underneath just sitting the, on the ship, underneath the underneath ice, underneath the water. Yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. Where Kyle did they get him. all these people? Kyle brought them. I don't know. There you go. Um, anyway, um, let's let's move on. So the gang arrives on Jeff Beer, or Kef Beer. I'm losing my mind at this point. The Sorry. Ocean um, Moon of Endor. Kef Beer, which is an Ocean Moon of Endor, and a woman named Jenna basically ends up leading them to the remains of the second Death Star where Ray finds the Sith holocron. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Jose. Kylo, of course, tracks them down to Kefir again, and he destroys the Sith holocron. And Ray and him have what I think was a pretty cool duel. I think that was a pretty good duel that it. they had. I liked it. Eh. Um, and in this duel, 
Uh, it's, it's also it's also the last duel. Last, yeah, there's no other duels in the there's movie. There's no other this. duels. This was the the ultimate duel, not the and penultimate duel. There's a whole hour left in the film, and in a Star Wars film, there's no other duels in the Such end of the film. Way. Listen, in in the entire in the entire trilogy, there are no lightsaber duels. Basically, such a waste. You know? <laughs> there, there was one between a, Kylo and and Rey, and every one. That's it. I no, yes, because sir. because in the in the second one in the Last Jedi it was just Kylo and Rey against yeah. the Praetorians. The Praetorians. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, there's one involving them in every movie. Yeah. They're the only one. Well, they're yeah. the only Jedi's left. They're the only Jedi and Sith left no, who know how to wield a lightsaber. The, but there's know. such a wasted opportunity at the end. Darth, hold on. Let's get the to Emperor. The end. Let's get to the okay. end. Let's okay, hold on, hold on. Are you going to tell me, I just realized, what? that there has only been three lightsaber duels in the entire trilogy? Yes, Finn sir. And Finn and uh, well, not a lightsaber, and Kylo. No. Finn, well, Finn and Kylo, oh yeah. Finn yeah, and yeah. Kylo. Uh, Kylo and Rey. Rey. And then Kylo and Rey. That's it. Is that not a travesty? I, I mean, seriously. I guess, the, I guess the, 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 the forced one, the one that like they did like uh, through the force battle. That one counts also. Yeah, that was like Hero when they had their mental battle. Yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, oh, my God. Beforehand. But seriously, right? I mean, you know, we're, we're at a point where we're so sophisticated with our choreography and stuff. And that's the best you can do in a trilogy? In a in a story that... Or Luke versus Leia. Home, the main... Oh, my God. Luke versus Leia and... Where, where there's a big significance made on these lightsabers, yeah, exactly. You never use them. I I I, I, can't, I can't understand it. I really don't. They anyway, sorry. Go well, on. they have their yeah, final the duel end. there. Let's get to the end, right? Yeah. And this is this is a pivotal oh, no, no, scene. No, no, we can't. Yeah, sorry. This is a pivotal scene, right? Because we have we have them have their their last duel, the last duel of the trilogy, right? Um, and Leia reaches out again. Through the force, which I thought was a cool moment. Um, the moment that distracts Kylo while they're fighting, right? Distracts Kylo, even though she's trying to help Kylo. So in a way, her using the force does end up killing Kylo, but it doesn't end up being permanent. Can I just say one thing? This this lightsaber battle yeah. is one that shows that Kylo bests um, Ray Ray in the fight because yeah. she's literally on the floor. And he's about to deliver the the, the killing blow. If you want to think that he's going to go through with it, then that's the point where he gets distracted by Leia and drops the lightsaber and gets impaled by Ray at that point. In with very much lightsaber. like a Darth Maul move, right? With his lightsaber. Mm-hmm. So he gets impaled, and as you mentioned earlier, this is probably Leia reaching out. She protects him in some way, and she ends up dying. Right, because as um, soon as he's impaled, the next scene is her lifeless hand falling and the implication is that she's dead at that moment at the same time that Kylo gets well, first the, first the shock registers she almost looks like she gets stabbed too remember at that moment no there's a so the way I remember it and again I've seen it a bunch of times she's yeah. she's there she's communing with Ben she's trying to reach out to Ben then she lies down and that's the point where he drops the lightsaber she ca- she captures she Grabs it midair, ignites it, and stabs her. Yeah, stabs him, and the very next scene is her hand yeah. dropping to the side, mm-hmm. and then that the implication is that that point she's dead. So you can make the case that Ray 
is the one that killed Leia. Mm -hmm. And Leia used her essence, her life force, to protect Ben at that moment. For that moment. Yeah, that one moment. She sacrificed herself for Ben. Mm -hmm. Exactly, yes. Because if you remember, like, Leia had the premonition that that, uh, if she continued on the Jedi path, that Ben would die. Right. So she was there at that moment, at the end of her premonition, and chose, I think that she chose to... Maybe not chose to, but she ended up like inadvertently taking the place of Ben because right. her premonition did essentially come true. Mm-hmm. Twice, yeah, <laughs> twice, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. yeah we ended up dying no matter. What. Well, if she t- if she took if she kept on uh, stayed on the right. path right after mm-hmm. she became the master, to and Ray. she sensed the fight immediately. Yeah, she you she know? she sensed that it was going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And then then well the the scene. What did you think about? I guess that scene in general. And the way that it advanced the story, the way that Ray or yeah Ray, uh, Ray ends up sacrificing some of her life force in order to heal Ben Solo was this another weird pulling back of a, of a death to you guys? I, I actually, for me, this work? for me, oh. this is this is the part where I started actually enjoying the film. Mm-hmm. I did like uh, the I scene. I agree. You know, I did like the scene. Uh, I know Walt doesn't oh, didn't like the lightsaber. <laughs> I think I know that Walt didn't enjoy the lightsaber battle. I, I just think that we we could have seen a more technically proficient fight, um, especially given the fact that Kylo has has increased in his knowledge and his obviously because he bested um, Ray, whereas opposed to in the first movie, she was the one that was the better. And I liked it, given the fact that Ray has undergone this extreme training and stuff. I just thought that we would see a little bit more proficient lightsaber fighting and you, stuff. You know why it worked for me, though, the fight itself? Because the fight was one of the only good instances in the movie of show, don't tell. It showed their mental states at that moment. Yeah. Like, Kylo was just sick of this crap. He was like, I'm right. sick of you. I'm going to kill you. I'm done with this nonsense. And Ray was distracted by everything that was going on around her. Well, I mean, right. Learning so- about Palpatine as her, as her grandfather. And it was a savage freaking fight. Like, but, but remember, that was pretty cool. He didn't start the fight. She did. And they, and they had, like, well, I, I mean, who, whoever started it, I don't think, is really the issue. I think still showed the emotion. And at the same time, as somebody who's distracted, a Jedi is not going to be the one to start that fight. The Jedi is going to be the one to defend themselves and try to talk their way out of it. But she was distracted and conflicted at so, that point. So, but so it made no, sense. But she that's started the fight. And they exactly. did the awesome force jumps, but see, which you didn't see yeah. That's actually exactly this. my point when I was explaining before that I feel like at this scene is where you see Kylo kind of be being pulled a little bit more towards the light and you see Rey pulling to the, towards the dark because Kylo is trying to... Uh, to to talk some sense into Ray, even though it's for selfish motivations to like go and like mm-hmm. kill Palpatine together, mm-hmm. but he's trying to defend himself and trying to convince her to go his way. Whereas Ray wants to like fight him out of anger. Now I did like that's the thing. Me personally, this scene works great as as a lightsaber duel um, because of the uh, the anger that they kind of mutually showed, um, especially Ray towards. Towards Kylo, Kylo being a little bit more defensive and maybe, he was maybe more, less and emotional. He was calm. Finn he was less emo- That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like he was being. This is where you start seeing him go more towards the light, right? Um, and Ray towards the dark. So I like that, and it would have worked great if we had another payoff lightsaber duel, right? Because now we get to see. So in this scene, we see Ray. Let's just say, for the sake of the argument, Ray representing the dark and. 
um, uh, Kylo representing the light, you know, we get to see what it would be like. Oh, what if Ray does turn to the dark side? What mm. if Ben turns to the light side? Let's see a lightsaber battle there. Okay, it happened, it ended, and the story moved forward. But then we never got to see um, the 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 conclusion of their character arcs in the lightsaber duel, also. And that's where, if you're not gonna have another lightsaber duel, then this one had to be stronger. Right. But I don't think that they needed to change it. They just needed to add a better final lightsaber duel. I'm gonna you know? say this: the part of the scene that I liked was the very end. And, and the reason I say that is because the minute that she struck down, uh, and you and I spoke about yeah. this before, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. The minute that she struck down Kylo, she almost had an aha moment, right? Because at that point, not only, not only did she realize that she, she brought him down, I think at that moment she realized what happened with Leia at the same time. And maybe there was a realization at that moment where she's like, okay, you know what? I think I've gone a little too far with this whole with all of this rage stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is this is the point where it's like I've just caused the death inadvertently of somebody that I really respect and care about and is my master. You know what I'm saying? And I think at that point, that's when you started her path toward the light and and her trying <clears throat> to kind of bring and kind of corral all that rage at that point. That mm-hmm. was her Luke tossing away his lightsaber in Return of the Jedi. Right, movie. exactly. Mm-hmm. Which I think was handled well. I mean... Yeah. So, that, so I, is, I like, like that you said, part. This is where you guys start to enjoy the movie. Right, yeah. This is exactly the, that point, you know? So let's let's move on let's with a little bit, the... a little sense of goodwill and, until it falls uh, apart. Uh, no, right? because it until starts it falling apart. apart right after this. Okay, okay? Yeah. we're going to move on to the end now, right? Basically the third act. Well, then... she goes to Octo, right? That's the one thing that, yeah. start, that starts. Yeah. Is that kind of where it starts to fall apart for you when no, she returns no, to Octo? No, no, no. It was still, it was no, it was okay. still good there. That's still, that's still the second. Right, so we, we still have some goodwill. That's what I'm saying. I want to carry right. this for a little <laughs> bit longer. The scene with Luke on Octo. What do you guys think? I what thought about, it was what great. About, what about you? What, are you? what are you thinking? I thought it was... Uh, well, <laughs> again, this, this, this kind of goes perfect, back to, right? the, to the fan service thing, but it was good to see Luke being a... Uh, in a more positive role mm-hmm. in Ray's development, mm-hmm. you know, seeing him act as the Jedi Master that everyone wants him to be, even though like the full admission that he was wrong in the last yeah. Jedi, yeah, and that the at the expense of that, yeah, but he but, kinda, but he admitted that in the last Jedi though, yeah, yeah, he did. So you know, he matured in the last Jedi. This is just a continuation of that story arc, but, which but means again, he shouldn't have had to say it again, I guess, right? Because he already told. It was like, Ray, I already told you I was wrong. Why am I telling you again? Why are you here? No, no, go they, do something. Save think, the universe. I don't think that he told Ray that he was wrong before. I think he like the public was told that like through through Yoda and his conversation that yeah. he was wrong. He didn't physically. He never actually had a conclusion with Ray. This is actually he never his, had that. This is his actual like. Ending with Ray, mm-hmm. right? So I he think it made, I think Leia. it made, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it made sense to like do this actually with Ray, yeah. you know? Yeah, and then the whole sequence with the X Wing too. That was, that cool. was really cool. Yeah, that was that Yoda was all over again. I love Empire Strikes Back. I love Luke's yeah. smirk. Yeah, as as he's pulling the thing out. I still got know? it. Yeah, exactly. I still got it. Don't yeah. you worry. And like, all right, it's back to a three out of ten for me. Just from <laughs> at, the, at this point, at this point, it's going to go back down to to two or oh, one. I think. Can, can I say one more thing? Moments. Can I can I backtrack? What's that? Um, the the scene with Kylo and Han Solo. 
Yeah, I, I, that's, there, there oh, was, that's a really important scene. Yes. Yeah, there, there was that. Well, that, that comes right after this. That comes right after this scene. Mm, no, yeah, that was no. that was as he w- no did it. Yeah, it did come after this. It did come right. It came yeah, right it, after it did. this. Okay, okay, right okay. So then I'm not backtracking. So, so, but so we all agree that that was a pretty good scene with Luke. With Luke, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm it was a I'm solid okay scene. That. It was a good way to end their story. Last time, of, last right? time we see Luke in an extended. We only see. He doesn't him. say anything after that, except yeah, for the exactly. the line at the end when they're all like rallying around her. So we see him only one time in this movie. Uh, well, we, we speaks, he speaks well, twice. We right. see him twice because right, we see him but, at the end. But this, uh, okay, maybe I, I should say it this way: This is the only time we see him in an extended in a scene. scene, in a scene, mm-hmm. like a real right. scene. So, so okay. that's so, the last we get of like of Luke in a big way, and then of course you have the scene. Let's the talk Han about Han Solo. And Ben Solo at this point. It, it was a little, it was a little jarring, but and it was unexpected. Mm-hmm. Um, fan service. That was definitely fan service. Well, yeah, exactly. Hans um, back. I actually didn't know so that Han Solo was going to be there, so I, that was a little nice surprise I like there. That, yeah. Um, it didn't make sense at first, but I did love the line that he gave. You know, because that was such Which a one? Han Solo line, where at the very end. Um, Kylo is is kind of choked up with emotion, and you know he he's like you know I know what I have to do, but I I don't know if I have the strength to do it right. And you know he's looking at him, and, and he says, "Dad, you know I and he and Han Solo he can't." I don't get even it think out. that he says I. I think he just says well, dad, dad, right? And then he starts like choking up. Right. You see his lip exactly. quiver. Like Adam Driver is such a great actor. Mm-hmm. He was awesome. He was awesome. Adam Driver. Yeah. Like, he yeah. really yeah. kept his character. He was choked up. He couldn't say yes. it. And then Han Solo, in beautifully typical fashion, says, I know. Mm-hmm. And that then, thing right yeah. there was just like, okay, you finally nailed one thing in this movie. That's more than yeah. one. And then he, he had throws, a streak yeah. of a few. But that so was far. that was that was really that truly was, yeah, the that high point. Well done, yeah. That was the high point of the movie for mm-hmm. me, right there. That one little yeah. line yeah, absolutely. encapsulated everything right there. I thought it was a great scene. And it was a great callback to the first one. And then Kylo throws away his lightsaber and he looks back and Han isn't there anymore. But at this point is where I feel like the movie really, really, that that the trilogy really became more about uh, Ben. Yeah. Right? Yes, yes. You know what I mean? And that's where like I was like, all right, yes, I'm looking at the rise of Skywalker, the final Skywalker. This is the point where I'm like, yes, I'm seeing exactly. This is where I started liking because I'm like, okay, now everything is coming together and making sense. It's the slow moments. Until it doesn't anymore. It's the slow moments. It's the character moments. Yes, it's the character development. Exactly. That's where... And that's where, like I said, this was the part of the movie that I really enjoyed because we slowed down and we started getting back to the important thing, which is the characters in the movie, not mm-hmm. the spectacle, not the the big dashes. It's the characters. Yeah. Um, and then, but then we get away from that. <laughs> and then we have the return to the battle, right? Um, or excuse me, we have we have C three PO getting his memory back, which we all agree was kind of a cop out. I don't know. Yeah, we can move on. And that. nobody agreed that that was good, right? Just to confirm, no, no. that was not good. It was nice to have C three PO dead in quotes, um, and it would have been cool to see him rediscover these people and maybe have an emotional moment with them where he connects with them 
but we don't get that. Maybe not even. Maybe that, that becomes like the new comic relief of him trying to like, you know, <laughs> like introduce himself to all these people that already know him all the way to the end of the film. But like, I think, I think that would have been cool. I think it would have been nice though, like to still see the connection, especially between he and him and R2D2, even him not remembering who R2D2 was, that would have been a nice moment still because like we talked about earlier, droids have a bit more of a soul because yes, of the way they're yes, raised. Yes, yes, yes. So yes. I think it would have been cool. You know what? If we had lost his memory to have a moment with at least R2-D2 where just, it's like he doesn't recognize him, but you know that the, he senses somehow a connection. Right. I think that it's funny because I just realized that they also retconned a piece of R2-D2 because like in the film, you know, C-3PO says like R2-D2's backups are they're, they're, uh, notoriously unreliable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did still get backed up. It would have been funny if like he couldn't back him up, and then instead of like backing him up, R two D two is just going along the rest of the movie, explaining to him like these little yeah. I- I- I bits. So he's like getting his memory, cool. but through R two D two's exposition, not through a memory backup. That would have been better. But yes. they did the lazy thing of like, oh, let's just plug into the cloud and back you up. Exactly. Anyway, Google back clouding. To so the resistance two point five at all. The resistance is <laughs> is on their way. And this is when Ray confronts Palpatine, and Palpatine goes through his entire final exposition where he's like, kill me because you shall give me, or you shall give yourself the power of all the Sith. And Kill then, me because I'm going to transform my spirit into you. Which she probably could have done anyway, but... She ended up killing there's him. There's something about the sacrifice and the anger that is what makes, yeah. it, is what makes it happen. Yeah. She killed him in self-defense, though, instead of in, in full-on attack. So yeah. There's, there is a little bit of a precedent no. there. No, she... she it was self-defense. She killed him with his own power. Yeah. But she yeah. she she reversed the power against him. Yeah, but like... It's it, still it a very Jedi thing. It, 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 it's it definitely more self-defense than like it, it, pulling it out the lightsaber and saying, I strike you down in anger before he does anything. Like, there's diff- it's different. I, wouldn't uh, say that's I, I would say that's it's more... That's what Palpatine no, is I, going for. He's going right. for like, strike me down as a as a individual who's not has no have no weapon just no, like no, he says I, in return I, of the yeah, jedi I, I agree with that but i don't think it was self-defense that she was she killed yeah him. because she very because she she very clearly aggressively stepped forward with each and with each him. one it was a more powerful attack going back to him you know what i'm saying it wasn't self-defense it was one of these things where it's like okay i'm gonna cross my things oops by the way it just happens to bounce back and kill him no she she purposely put those two lightsabers together took one step it was it was going back to him and took another step and that's the thing that killed right. him. That was not self defense. I, you know? I mean, I don't, I don't think that the self defense like angle maybe it's like, not the right matters anyway because I stuff. I think that what it is like she did she, she morally ended his life. She didn't right. see she didn't do it out of vengeance. She did it out of necessity. Yeah. So you were you know, Jose, you were, right? <laughs> I wouldn't say <laughs> no, self defense, right? Because because she was on the attack, but. Like it, it, you have the right idea because. But I mean, she legal self defense, like like when you kill somebody in self defense. No, 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 no. Just to explain legal self defense, it's it's I'm being beaten down, and she in was order being to attacked by lightning. Right, but she could have just like she was just blocking the lightning. She didn't. She could have just like kept blocking it or whatever, absorbing it. Right. She you know, there's different like like, him. and I don't think that there was anything wrong in how she did it. Again, she just didn't do it out of anger. Right, and that's that's where I think you're absolutely 100% right, Jose, is that I think what he was trying to get her to do was very similar what he tried to get Luke to do in Return of the Jedi. I screwed up your life, kill me. Exactly, and and that's what didn't happen. She did kill him, but it wasn't in self-defense because she was in attack mode at that point, the minute that she crossed the two lightsabers. You know, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was like, just out of moral obligation. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, she yeah, didn't do it out of hate. Yeah. 
she did it because it had to happen. Mm-hmm. But even before we get to that point, there's still the whole sequence where Ben comes back. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. this is why I think that whole last sequence is a wasted opportunity. Okay. <clears throat> that point where he draws on the power of the the dyad relationship between Ben and Ray. Mm-hmm. My God, you could have had him go full on episode three lightsaber slashing through. Like, come on. Who, um, that would have been a good final Palpatine battle. Yes. Fighting both of them? Yes. Yeah, I agree. That would have yeah. been something that they should have done instead before the before her her vicious attack on that poor old man. But <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, a wait. better ending. Super lightning. That was pretty cool. Yeah, right? that's, that's... Emperor's super lightning before all of this AJ's, happens. AJ's uh, jaw dropped at that point. When he used the force lightning to take down the entire resistance fleet that was around at that point. Mm-hmm. That was pretty awesome, right? Yeah. Like, that worked maybe in the scene. What didn't work? In this scene specifically for you guys, I know we got to get to that. Everything else, <laughs> everything um, else. Oh, uh, well, listen. I will say this. Um, I found the Jedi. The I mean, I'm sorry. The Sith Temple. Um, the design was very, very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it had the the Jedi statues. I wish they would focus a little bit more, like what we said before, a little bit more on. Who those Jedi, who those, those Sith, Sith were. were? Yeah, it looked like some of them um, were definitely from canon. I think uh, there was the we'll Sith audience. Uh-huh. Uh, we don't know if those are actual Sith or they were yeah. Sith. It looked like they were physical acolytes, though. So because yeah, he addressed them as such, my and they, and loyal were, followers, and they were chanting. Yeah, you don't. Um, but then, like, but then, then why I wouldn't they step it, in to like? Because here, here's right, no. why. Here's yeah, why yeah. I say they're acolytes. Sidious, That's a lot of acolytes. Sidious is yeah. one of the more recent Siths. Mm-hmm. If he, I'm, I'm pretty sure if he told that to one of the more ancient Siths, like I'm not saying he would be canon, but let's say he was directing that towards guys like Revan and Nihilus, so they'd be like, "Who the hell are you? I'm gonna off you." Wait well, a minute, hold it, on. It could be that those are not physical Siths, yeah. but maybe they're they're like shadows. I think, like shadows of I think they're like false yeah, force. You know ghosts. what I'm saying? It it wasn't clear. Um the I have one but, thing real quick. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. This is a little nitpick though, but like mm-hmm. they didn't mention him as Darth Sidious at all in the entire film. No, yeah. they didn't. He was the Emperor. You know? He was and Palpatine, Palpatine, you know. Only Luke mentioned it in the Sheev. last Jedi. Sheev. Right? Chief, yeah. That's the only time that we heard it in this trilogy. Yeah. Darth Sidious? Darth Sidious. Sidious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He used, that's the only time he was ever... Two out of ten. <laughs> outside of this. This thing is dropping for you, you know? Continue. Um, I will say this. I do like the fact that they made Palpatine into, like, a horror character. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he could... He was s- undead, for sure. Yeah, and, and just the shots of him... It was. It was. It looked like a horror movie. You by, know what I'm saying? By the way, I gotta ask the question. I gotta ask the question because this one, this one, I think this is a huge question weighing on me. Um, it didn't weigh on me, but I think everybody should help me clarify this because I think we all know. Like he was supposed to be a clone, right? That's what. That's no. Yeah, that was that's, hinted at. that's the I other thing. It was hinted at by somebody in the movie by um, by Domin- Dominic, Dominic Monaghan's character. character. But but you said you read somewhere that's supposed to be him. That's him. That's How do we know that again? How, we yeah. don't. That's the thing. 
you know, and and you that said you was, read it somewhere, no? I, Did you I read re- somewhere that it's implied that that's him from getting blown up by the Death Star, right, that's his right. body that's left over. But again, like another failing work. of the movie. Like they mm-hmm. never show you generate from a single cell. Yeah. They I'm never kidding. show him I'm coming kidding. back. Never, I would do. I would well, they never. don't explain they him. Explain they don't explain how he came back. They don't explain. I think uh, he was a clone. I think that well, was no, also that, implied they by, that because by Snoke a, being well, a clone. But they mentioned the like uh, the dark. Clone, they, no, there was a scene where like one of the off side characters or whatever. Yeah, Dominic decides, Monaghan, the guy from Lost. Okay, yeah. yeah so he goes know. like, uh, "Oh, it must be the dark sciences cloning." Yeah, he goes cloning. Dark sciences, and that's it. That's it. That's but that's what's that's, that's what all we're that we're given. Apply. But again, from a character that has no idea anything about that, he's just, right. He's exactly, just it's not coming from a credible source. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We don't. Need, I don't even know the guy's name in the, in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Dominic right. Monaghan. Right. Exactly. That's it. Was it Mary Pippin? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> one of those guys. <laughs> it, but again, you know, one of one of the the thing the critical things, one of the criticisms is. Palpatine's back. How did he come back? They never yeah, mention it. They don't so mention him. Right they don't now, mention Snoke. They don't mention Leia's Jedi. Power properly. Yeah, I know, but everything is just done just like, hey, let's do this in one and, sentence. And Snoke, you see the like yeah. Snoke clones just kind of like, oh man. Exactly. What are they gonna do with me? I, I happen to think that that's not a clone. That's actually him. That's but that's it's not that, clear. How does he? And, even and I think I did read that it was actually him. But again, they didn't mention it in the movie, yeah. so you we're shouldn't left. have to read it. You shouldn't have to do research exactly. to understand the movie. I we're left that. here trying to figure out what he is. Like, and you even see his death scene in the Last Jedi. It looks like he freaking explodes. Like Who, at who's least that? Uh, Darth Sidious. Like at least with Darth Maul, you get the cut, and then you know his body's relatively intact. But right. with Darth Sidious, you yeah, you, you get, get a better sense that he's actually dead. Yeah, because there's true. that force back where it, it almost pulls Darth Vader over the edge. Right, right, you know right. What I'm right, saying right. after after he gets thrown down the shaft, you know. But again, a, a clunky exposition here. They don't explain what happened to him. Right. So we're left with these questions: What? How did he come back? What? Where was he a clone? Was he not? You know, mm-hmm. is he? Is he and I, I would tend to think that he's not a clone because he's hooked up to all these life support systems and his body is mangled beyond belief. So I would tend to think that he was, you know, pulled out somehow from the Death Star and who you did know, that? Pulled out from the Death Star? Like what, what, before it blew up. Oh yeah, you know I was about saying? to say. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But then the again, you never know because you know what? The way the way it looked like in uh, Return of the Jedi, that thing looked like it was pulverized. But yet, there's the the throne room is practically intact. Yeah. Yeah, it totally so, got blown to bits. But I mean, also in, in 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 the in uh, a New Hope, didn't the uh, didn't the Death Star get completely destroyed? Also, it should have been like in pulverized. Both of them, yeah, as far as I know. How did how did it how was it mostly intact in the ocean? I, I, Although I, if you yeah. look at Return of the Jedi, don't you kind of see like a trail coming off the explosions that could be pieces, right? And you know, that, it's never that, 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 that doesn't get substantial piece. There was there though. was yeah. about half the entire Death Star. You see, it from, you in see the ocean. it from the Ewoks' perspective, so you only see like like you see like a huge like offshoot of the explosion kind yeah. of coming off. It could be, but a, no, that looked like a nuclear Star Wars though. That thing got completely obliterated. Yeah. 
Right, but but AJ and then you take into right. account the atmospheric piece. burning. That's like a the power that's like the source. I mean, this is a, a, a space station that blows up planets. Yeah. Anyway, um, so let's <laughs> let's 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 go into the ending. So obviously, like you know, Ray, we've already spoken about uh, Ray uh, killing. Uh, she kills Darth Palpatine. Darth Sidious, and then <laughs> she, yeah, and aka aka uh, Palpatine, for those of you guys that don't. Didn't realize it. Well, she dies from the from the effort, and then ben right. But comes, let's go into right? the actual ending because how did the ending happen? Right, like there's one part that we didn't speak about, which is like the battle that's going on overhead, <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, there's this one thing mm-hmm. that I have a huge gripe with, which is like mm-hmm. Palpatine. You mentioned is a mastermind that has masterminded from the very beginning of the very first episode. He's yes. masterminded everything. He foresees everything. Yet he still decides to put an antenna on top of the ship that will destroy, that will be the one weakness to destroy everything. This is a more obvious, like I can understand, see how like in the Death Star, like it was a big thing, like man, like this giant thing and just one little blast can destroy it. Well, it's because it was, it was, it was a retconned in Rogue One that Mm -hmm. like it was a plan. It was a weakness that was planted by the engineer. This one and the second one, gonna, the second know, one it was unfinished. So it was Yeah, the second one was unfinished, so it was there. understandable. Yeah. This one they put a very obvious antenna, well this is how we're gonna destroy the communication to the entire fleet. Right? Not even and the com- communication the, goes with the cheapest contractors because they can't f- for whatever reason Exegol has has an atmosphere yeah. that you can't fly out yeah, of no, it by that, yourself. That I understand you know because that, that's what makes that area um un, like hidden, they, right? hidden. You yeah. know, because it's some sort of barrier that hides that area. That's that's understandable. But the fact that it has to be placed in a very obvious weak point is beyond me. Now, there's the only two. Thing, okay. There's only two of them. Like, but hold on, one, one thing, just yeah. one thing, one thing, and then I'll let you go. The navigation systems for the for the spaceships, right, for the star mm-hmm. destroyers, mm-hmm. compromised because of the atmosphere. But yet the resistance was able to fly through everything, no problem. Continue. True. <laughs> now here's the thing. Here's what kills me. You have the resistance that has the plan to destroy this antenna in order to like stop the fleet from going anywhere, right? Uh, they need a ground assault. Which I can understand they're needing a ground assault because the antenna's on the ground. It's like, we're going to drop the ground assault on the ground so that they can destroy the antenna while the fleet is battling the starships overhead. Mm-hmm. But they do have bombers, too. They had bombers? Yeah. They had bombers. Whatever. They had, they had I the, didn't even realize. But still, B-wings. it doesn't matter because, because they realize, oh, they're trying to destroy the antenna on the floor. Let's deactivate that one and let's turn on the one on the ship. And what do they do? Let's transfer the ground assault to a ground assault on the ship instead of just shooting the antenna down. It's an antenna that's very obviously out there. Space horses, man. Space horses. It's just I don't understand how you're going to give me, like, this entire, like, plot to put Finn on the ship that he has to, like, kind of basically go on a suicide mission. That should have been Poe's moment. It's just it should have been Poe's moment. Mm -hmm. Um, And Lando's. Poe and Lando should have done something awesome. Yeah, something there. like that. But it should it should have been something more believable. You know what I mean? It's yeah, they one thing. It's it one thing. Ships. It's one thing if they had said, "Oh, the ship's shields are up, and we can't attack it with blasters." But they never ever and mentioned that. You know what makes it even more egregious? The fact that after they blow up the antenna, they have the 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 money shot of an X-wing flying right above it. 
Yeah, it, that doesn't make any sense. To you know, it's like if, you're gonna tell me like that they said. can't come close enough to to destroy it, and they fly and, right and, over it. Yeah, like they don't even need an entire like, like sure you can have the entire fleet to distract everyone, but why sacrifice all these people and horses for ground assault on the ship when you don't need Forget to? Forget the like, people. It's, it's, it's just, all about the horses. It just it just kills it for me. It makes it it's it's it makes the whole. Like I think J.J. Airman likes mounted animals because they were in Star Trek, too. That's really cool, that. but if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Oh, I'm not care. saying that's a justification. I'm just saying that's an observation. And like, and like I said, Last don't, Jedi don't, we had, well, no, he didn't have, that was Ryan Johnson, but still. Yeah, but don't justify the ground, sh- the ground attack with a money shot of an X-Wing flying right over the antenna that you couldn't destroy from there. the air. I agree there. What do you think, it's A.J.? Just, do you agree with, with that assessment? I think this was... I'm not going to lie. I found the whole uh, the whole fleet versus fleet excursion to be completely lackluster. Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, well, I, it wasn't a fleet yet. Well, we'll get to how it became okay, a fleet. Well, what I mean is the whole space. But then, by then it was assemble. over. <laughs> yeah. What I mean Avengers is the whole, assemble. the whole dogfight esque uh, yeah. excursion. It's just like I get they were trying to. It wasn't as good as Return of the Jedi. Or, Make a callback to Return of the Jedi. It wasn't but as good, right? No. Not even close. Because they didn't really do anything. They just survived until Rey did everything, basically. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, and at Lando least in came. Return of the Jedi, you saw them, cl- like, they were they, doing, they were wrecking stuff in Return of the Jedi. No, not even that. They the were fleets. getting creamed at first. Because remember. But they them, were doing their own damage, too, because you saw them destroy, like, a couple of Star Destroyers, even though they were getting. Mainly I, wrecked, but not at first. At first, remember the yeah, shield was still up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but and they then, explained the shield, and then they <laughs> yeah, were exactly, <laughs> and yeah. then they were flanked by those star destroyers, and then it was just we got to buy more time. Mm-hmm. And then that's when Lando said, "Let's move into the ships." No, 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 like, no, hold that on. That rage will get destroyed. All right, yeah. like we'll last a lot longer, except against that Death Star. You know yeah, but saying? we got to talk about how we got Lando in the scene. So this is the biggest gripe that I have with the film: Avengers <laughs> Assemble. Okay, so <laughs> for it, dude. in this in this film, this is how basically the film ends, and this is my biggest gripe with the film is that they did extremely lazy writing in the way that they hit the climax. So uh, all is lost. Paul Dameron realizes that like his mission is looking to be like a failure because all his pilot friends are being destroyed and they're asking him for leadership and he doesn't know what to do and he he thinks that you know there's there's no shot. He thought that people were going to come and, and, and back him up to the rescue and then what do you I, get? I just want to say this. Yeah. That was that was actually for me a good pull moment because it built on his his crisis of leadership in the last That's Jedi. Absolutely, yeah, everything yeah. surrounding it. I agree with right. you. Right? No, Not I, great. I absolutely. Yeah. I love. Poe needed that moment because he needed a moment that that converted him from the from the lone warrior, former drug smuggler, spice runner, apparently, mm-hmm. um, to to an spice actual runner. general leader. spice runner. You know what I mean? We spice needed that runner. moment that made him. The, the the person that's going to take over um, Leia's place. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we needed this moment. The way that it played out, in my opinion, was crap. And I'm sorry that I say it like that, but mm-hmm. it really was. Because in his earpiece, you know, you hear Lando say, but we have more. So, And when he says that, it cuts to a scene where all the entire fleet from, like, the the, the, the you know, from the rest of the galaxy that comes to save the day... They hyper, they, they come in at light speed, very much akin to the way that uh, the Avengers assembled in Endgame, 
where Captain America also looked dire and beaten. And in his ear, just like Poe had Lando in his ear, he hears the Falcon say, on your left. And through there, we get like the montage of everyone coming through to save the day. And there's the first part of the Endgame story. And then after that, mm-hmm. uh, we go to the... Yeah, yeah. We go to the the, the Ray and uh, and Palpatine final moments, <laughs> where Ray has the dual X lightsabers fighting off uh, the 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 lightning from Palpatine, mm-hmm. and Palpatine with a surge says, "I am the Sith." Let me do the Thanos part. Okay, I am inevitable. And then you have Ray in turn say, "And I." am the Jedi. And I will do Robert Downey Jr. I am Iron Man. And with that, Ray kills him. And just like in Endgame, Ray dies the way that Tony Stark dies. And not only that, Palpatine dies the way that Thanos exactly. dies. So how they can both you not dusted. see the parallels? Like it's just, you know, it's 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 cool and all, but it's just lazy. Remember, only cool part of that scene, got to give the positivity, is all the, <laughs> all the voices, all the Jedi voices. I, that, was, yes. that was dope. You know what would have made that scene cooler? Mm-hmm. Actually have she, them there? No, not even that. If she started cherry-picking from their abilities to fight Palpatine. Oh, that would be good. Oh, you mean like if there wasn't an endgame ending in replace? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, absolutely. You should like, have officially like, you know made Grey Jedi a thing in this one and had her and Kylo use whatever power was necessary, as long as it wasn't out of rage. Yeah, to you know like him. you know like how Yoda actually had the ability to like catch Force Lightning. Force yeah. Lightning. You could you could do that. Um mm-hmm. you know, just, just You could have a little bit of Mace Windu's sword swordsmanship. You could have uh her do a Obi Wan style flip. You could have her. I mean, you could have done so many different things. Do but a million no, things. They had to like say, "Hey, you Dude, know why what? didn't she ever actually dual wield the lightsabers, man?" I, I, when she got both lightsabers, I was like, "Oh, we're gonna see that." No, we're, we didn't no, see that at all. That was a shit. That was so a, that was is, a mistake. This is my thing. They give us they give us the end game ending pretty much verbatim. verbatim. Except then Ben dies, but you know. It's it's just, it's they just, pass you know, off they, they, the end game the ending only, to Ben, and he dies yeah, instead. You know, he dies. He <laughs> sacrifices himself because he, at, like, he crawls out of the pit that he was sent to, mm-hmm. um, and he uses uh, the, the the force to bring Ray back from the dead. Um, mm-hmm. And I think this is like the actual moment that he redeems himself because he uses uh, his powers for good. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray. Uh, sees him and she smiles and remarks at Ben with a smile on her face. She knows. And then she kisses mm-hmm. him. Which I don't think was necessary. Which it wasn't necessary. It could have worked, but again, they told the story wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'll go into that in a second. But she kisses him. He smiles for the very first time ever mm-hmm. on Star Wars screen. And then he passes away as a force ghost. Now the reason I feel like the kiss could have worked is because a, 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 a an argument could be made that like when you feel something strong, relationship wise or not, you don't have to have like a a story of like uh, how they fell in love and all this and that and the other. You can you if if the if the force is strong enough between the two of them, the 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 love can be implied. I can however, definitely get behind that. However, you cannot have 
this work when you imply a potential relationship with so many other characters and then not and then because you because of the kiss is why there couldn't have been a payoff with the other characters anyway. Well there's another way this just, doesn't this doesn't work for me. It's kinda like Luke and Leia ending up being brother and sister after they kissed. Because they're not brother oh, and sister, Ray and, and Kylo, she, but they have a kinship because they both are Skywalkers yeah, in a sense. You got you got to you got to watch fanboys with us. Exactly. No, gotta, no, not exactly. He's got to watch fanboys with us. I don't think. Yeah, he's got to watch fanboys. No, but I, I think I think, that it, I think I think building to it would have been a mistake also because I don't think they should have made the movie about a romance between the two. Listen, of them. it should have been about this their kiss, connection in the Force and not their romantic connection. This through kiss, the Force or otherwise. This kiss only exists. For the Raylo shippers out there, that's the only reason why it's in there. Yeah. Well, Period. I mean, again, my Period. thing is that, like, I, like I said, I think this is a story that 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 could have been told, but they told it wrong. You know, I think that there was enough moments in there over the course of the three films, uh, because from the very first time that they interacted, like you can see, like obviously it's from more from a, uh, you know, a a a. Jedi and Sith kind of relationship like you need a teacher let me teach you and then in the second film it was how are we communicating even though yes it was told it was told that it was um uh Snoke, Snoke that was manipulating and creating that but for them you know it, it was more like how is it that we're communicating is it the, like this connection that we have and that connection could have been implied as something more stronger than just the force you know what I mean and you also had Ben Swolo you have Ben Swolo. <laughs> you know so saying? you know what I'm saying? Like like th- there's 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 there was plen- that <laughs> there's plenty there where they could have told the story, but they didn't do it the right way. And yeah. that's my issue. That there's plenty of good story here and they chose not to. I, I told you the guys this when we came out of the movie. Um when when that scene happened where she dies and he heals her and then he dies, I was kinda hoping that she was gonna heal him and then she would die, and then he was going to heal her, and then she would die. And then he, I, it, I was just like, come on, seriously, guys? I, the, the whole thing, it was all clunky to begin with. Right. And, then, and then he turns into a first ghost. Uh, why didn't she change into a first ghost? Um, and and that, now we kind of understand why when he went first ghost, or at least when he disappeared and became one with the force, why Leia did it at the same time also because they still had that connection. Yeah. But then why didn't again, why didn't um Ray melt away into the force? You know? Her, I mean, she, she was, was completely strong gone. enough. I, I don't think she was completely dead. I mean I think I again she I looked again, pretty dead. Again, my thing yeah. is she that she died I, like and they, and so pretty and, much right there. And so right, did, but did like he, Ray it was like a moment that he still had a moment, I feel like. You know, because but so, it seems like the more powerful Jedi fade into the Force right away, but like other ones I, not necessarily. So we're, also, not, we're not saying that Rey is pretty powerful. No, 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 no. See, here's my thing. I think that like that whole Force Ghost thing is a skill that's learned. You know, maybe she didn't know it because, for example, well, again, they, I explained they said this that before. It was according to right. the, the, the prequels, right? There right. So that's what I'm saying. Like you mm-hmm. know, like so who Yoda. taught Kylo then? Well, you know? when you are. In the dark side, you are privy to more power sooner and out of greed. I you know what I mean? But um, we haven't seen a Sith Force ghost at all. That's what I was really hoping for with this movie. Yeah. Well, we've seen Anakin, but in his they light haven't side. they haven't shown it. They well, haven't that's, shown that's it. That's not a power that's like being a Force ghost is not really a Sith 
that's it's not more, a Sith that's, power. It's, yeah, it's exactly. a Jedi power. Exactly. Sith right. needs some sort of physical connection to the real world in order to continue to exist. Right. right. <laughs> Hence the, well, the Darth I mean, Vader helmet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're they're attached to a thing. And that's even, yeah, that's even Legends attachment, canon, right? Is, yeah. That's like canon, no matter where you how you slice it. That's yes. even in Legends. So um, it, it, yeah. it was a little weird, but so whatever. Either way, so that's kind of like the ending of the film. Like, sort of, they all go back and they rejoice. Celebrate. Um, they chub, celebrate. Chub. We have, like, no payoff chub, chub. between Finn and Rose, Finn and Jaina, Finn and Ray. We have no payoff between Poe and Ray. No payoff between Poe and, uh, what's her name again? Zora Bliss. That Zora was only, Bliss. A, that was, a, that was only a, 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 com- a comedic little scene at the end. We get, we get, we do but, have. But it's interesting though, now that you mention it, because she asked him to leave with her, right? And then at the end, he's like, "Hey, yeah," hey, and she's like, "Hubba mm, hubba," no. and she's like, "Nah." Yeah, exactly. What she happened? wants him to be with him, but no, not anymore. It's yeah, like, come happened, on, man. You know. So, wow. you know, and and then wow, and then man, you see wow, the man. final scene, which the is dead. Right, which is uh, Ray going to a very familiar place, which is uh, Tatooine, mm-hmm. and she, uh, you know, she's taken in the area. I, I guess she's never been there before, and she's like noticing where, like, I guess maybe she feels at home. Maybe that's the look that I'm getting. I think she felt this, you know? the, the her the true kinship with Luke. Yeah, there. exactly. Right, because her, discon- her disconnection from her real fa- family ended. In mm-hmm. the same place where Luke's began, right? Kind of, sort and of. So and she knew enough about him, I think, to understand right. that. And so then she symbolically Obviously. buries uh, Luke and uh, Leia together by burying their lightsabers together mm-hmm. in the sand using the Force, which was pretty cool how she did that. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't know could be something for a future series where they go on the hunt for their original lightsabers through some treasure map. And she pulls out this super cool, probably like in my opinion, the coolest looking lightsaber. Oh, I me. think that was a cool lightsaber. That too. was a cool lightsaber, but a lightsaber that obviously she constructed that glows gold or yellow, yeah. which is really cool, but mm-hmm. unexplained in any way whatsoever. And this local, uh, you know, water bottle collector. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in New York, you know what I'm talking about. Um, she yeah. asks, "Who are you?" And yeah, she goes like, "Oh, who are you?" And Ray says, "My name is Ray." Yeah, she says, "This place uh, hasn't uh, been uh, occupied." Oh, that's in right. A this long place time. hasn't been occupied in yeah. a long time. Who are you? She says, "Ray." And then she's like, "Ray who?" And then Ray looks off to the side, and you see the uh, Force ghosts of Luke and Leia, but uh, only Luke, old Luke, and then young Leia. Where's Kylo? Where's Anakin? A- especially Anakin, because Anakin has a special place. That he right, has a that's connection an- that's to that. Anakin's home. Exactly. You know what I mean? That, this is where they? it all started. And you know? where's Kylo? Because um, Kylo is a Skywalker. Right. And but, she but has again, a connection but it, uh, to, her, to him right, also. Right, but again, like the representation here is that she's looking at who she sees yeah. as her parents. And then she says, my name is Ray Skywalker. Uh. You know, and I know that you don't like it. I personally do like this because, again, it tells the story of someone that, like, think of an adopted child who, or an abandoned child who doesn't know who her real parents are, doesn't know who her legacy is, and uh, wants to know who her family and who her people were, Mm -hmm. but then is also taught by Luke and especially by Leia that don't let your past define you. And be who you want to be, mm-hmm. and she chose to take on the name of the people that she aspired to be. See, I like the way you say it. 
I don't like the way the movie set. Like I said, you know really good story told incorrectly. Yeah, I like because everything that you say is 100% on point, and I can get behind that. Thank you. I did not get that from the movie. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? AJ. And I I'm not I really like that scene too. And, and what you were saying is like Walt said it, it really rings true and the the message behind that is is, is amazing. I only have one itty bitty gripe with it though. Mm-hmm. This Just is one. supposed to be the closeout of the Skywalker saga. <laughs> <laughs> and yet they leave us with another Skywalker. Yeah. They retcon their whole. <laughs> oh God! So this is po- this is this is what it is. It's a potential opening for another yeah. series. And, and like ca- to your point, AJ, Kathleen Kennedy did mention that this may not be the last time we see Skywalkers. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's already been retconned since since just I before mean, the movie came out, right? You know, exactly. but but you know what? Like I can see it being the end of like the Skywalker saga as it is, not the end of the Skywalker name. Um, where they can, you like know, a fake well, kind of like ad, anyway. maybe not cameo, but ad it's not hoc, a real right? Skywalker. Like, well, I can I can see, let's say, a not future series where like Skywalker. it's a completely new series being new. taught by like the like some Skywalker people and stuff like that. But that the story isn't about the Skywalker lineage because this whole saga really is about the Skywalker lineage mm-hmm. and who is supposed to bring balance to the Force, right? Which yeah, is, I have an issue with that also. I'm still not is, sure no, no, who brought balance to the force, that. by the way. I understand the, your, your issue. Um, and going back to the, uh, the end where like we have like the cool scene where all the, uh, the Jedi Masters of the past oh, speak they, to Rey speak and they mm-hmm. tell her to rise. And then Luke, I believe, is the one that says, bring balance back to the force. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, the moment that she became the Skywalker. And that's where it's the whole rise of Skywalker. Now. She brings balance to the force in the way that, um, in in one way, yes, it's very off balance because you have the Jedi nowhere and then the Sith all the way up here in power. So obviously they need to kind of be brought back down to Earth or maybe be brought back to zero. You know what I mean? Um, we don't know if there's a potential Sith uh, person out there in the galaxy or whatever. We just know that Palpatine is dead because plausibility states that or rather not plausibility but like it's plausible that that uh there could be a second person because there's always two Mm -hmm. you know and kylo ren wasn't necessarily his apprentice no while palpatine was in hiding he didn't have an apprentice that we know of yet you know what i mean so it's possible so it's plausible and with the and with the amount of plot holes in the film They can totally just like insert this somewhere and it'll fix. Oh, Squeeze by the way, in. you know. Okay. So. Listen, I'm I'm gonna Eli and and just so that everybody know the reason that you don't hear Eli is because um the boy he's is in hiding tired. like the pal- uh, like Palpatine. Yeah, he went he went to Tatooine to hide out. Um, no, the boy was tired, so he went to bed. But I will say this: um, he mentioned this before, and I'm gonna mention it again for him. The best way to bring balance to the Force was to have Palpatine die, Rey die, Kylo die. There is no imbalance based on the characters that we know because, like you said, a couple of years from now, they can say, oh, by the way, there the Emperor be, wasn't the only guy. There's another guy. There should only be know? Force-sensitive people left in the universe, but no exactly, Force-adept. Exactly, exactly. And so... 
the whole notion of there's balance in the force, I don't buy one bit because Ray's still around. I think this, yeah, the smarter play would to be to end it on none of them being around and the overall message being the force should not be wielded by anybody. Exactly, for which these is, kinds of machinations, which, which is, is the point of the Last Jedi was kind thank of to tell. Exactly. Well, the, to tell. The, the other thing too, though. Well, um, hold on. Before before you get to that, I want to say something about the end because yeah. I didn't like it. You all did. I didn't, and you well, you didn't no, like no, it either. I didn't like it. I did not like the Skywalker like thing because okay. to me that was the ultimate way to spit in the face of the Last Jedi and say, you know yes. what, being a Skywalker matters, and it's the only thing that matters. I would have loved to see her, even if it would have been an awkward moment to be like, my name is freaking Ray Palpatine, and what. And what? I'm not defined by that. That's the ultimate way to say you're not defined by your name. This is two f- so, fist pounds that I'm giving Jose over so here. So for me, that was a very poor way to end it. The rise of Skywalker should have been the rise of Ben Solo, the, his return to the light. The Force, See, but, 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 the but, force but, but, is I, not owned by the Skywalkers. Right, but hold on. But I disagree with that because my thing is that like mm. being a Skywalker by blood isn't what makes you a Skywalker. It's by what they represent, and remember that that even to Ben Solo, Harrison Ford, or rather, um, oh my God, I can't believe I forgot his name. Han Solo, yeah, Han Solo, because I'm freaking dead right now. Solo, (laughs) so Solo, (laughs) Solo told him. My name is Solo. uh, Damn, now I lost my uh, what I was gonna say. You know, um, he was not defined by the 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 name Skywalker. No, 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 no. it was something else that he said that kind of like. What the Han Solo said? Yeah, what did Han Solo uh, tell Ben right before that? uh, Oh um, no, no no! It's what lines. like it when when Han, when Han was like when Ben was like it's too, it's too late she's dead and he goes like yes, yes. but what she represents mm-hmm. is not and that's my whole thing what being a Skywalker doesn't have to be by blood and it's not that it's what they represent what Luke and Leia represent and that's why I'm I'm good with it and I enjoy it because it's the whole you know you take on the mantle of what you want to represent you know not just be okay with like your name but you know like that would have been a cool ending but i like the fact that they show someone becoming who 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 they want to represent versus just being okay with their past and again i like the way you explain it i didn't but get again, that from the movie but again that's what i'm saying like they didn't explain that part like i think that like there's a good story in the movie to yeah. be told they just did it wrong exactly that's because the issue. way you explain it it makes sense I got none of that from the movie. Yeah, like for example, if you take away the scene where Leia tells Ray that like don't be afraid of who you are. See, just her saying that would make Ray saying I'm Ray Palpatine make more sense because Leia told her don't be afraid of who you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You take away that line and or, then Ray Skywalker makes more sense. Or she could have been like uh like Arya and she could have been no one. She could have been I'm Ray and I am no one. And I'm just, I'm just awesome. Because right, I'm but me. then, but then that doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't give us a story arc because Ray's whole story arc is her trying to figure out who she was. We well, like there's her power. That. She was we no one before, but now she's still no one. But she's, no, no, she's a, she's has no power one. in That's being no one. She's not no one. See, she's trying to figure out who she was the entire time, but she was misguided in how she was trying to figure out who she was based on her parents and her past. When she realized that who she is isn't her parents or her past, it's who she wants to be in her future and the lessons that she's learned. That's again, that's where I feel like this is a better story. It just wasn't told that way. See, I don't want to work hard to enjoy a movie. Nobody does. You know this is saying? why I give it a one point yeah. three out of ten. Dude, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta end this episode because we're gonna I came end up, up from at a point five. I came up from a point five. You know? So. Point five out of ten? 
See, my thing is that like uh, I, I I think the acting was was great. I think the 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 scenes were were beautifully shot. I think the action scenes were were awesome. I think every uh, technical point of the film was great. It's just the character development was so bad. The story progression was so bad, and the 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 uh, and that in the sense of like you know. Uh, editorial uh, decisions of like when and where they place certain scenes is what killed it for me. If you if you fix up the alignment of the film, you give me a director's cut which takes out certain lines, which places you know certain reveals in other places of the film, and I easily shoot up to a seven to eight out of ten, easy. Yeah, this wouldn't this wouldn't have even been. I mean, look again, I have to say, and Walt agrees with me. Like the biggest reason all that happened again is because they were like, you all hated the Last Jedi, okay. We're going to get rid of that. Mm-hmm. That was why every narrative choice was made the way that it was. Because there were some choices that could have been made, even with the story being built up how it was through the previous two movies, but because they sort of took those narrative threads from the first two movies, but then also decided to say, like, yeah, that happened in the second movie, but we don't. But it doesn't matter anymore. We don't care that's, about that. That's, that. that's what ruined a lot of it. I, I understand that, but see, here's I have an issue with that inherently, because you've already made the film... And you're at the final leg of the race. You cannot decide to change the race from a horse race to a foot race. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what that's what ruined it. Yeah, that's so, ruined that's, it. That's what I'm saying. Like that's the mistake that they made. You know what I mean? That's the biggest issue that they had. Like you've already made your bed. You know, obviously you're not going to please everyone, but you can't try to then uh, to 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 then fix it. You know what I mean? Instead, like fix it in a different way. You know what I mean? Like give us you know, uh, proper endings to the story arcs that you already started as a verse, as, as opposed to creating brand new story arcs mm-hmm. that should take place over three films in one film. Right. You know, Palpatine I- introduction should have been done over three films. Mm-hmm. Finn and Jaina or, or Finn and the Force, sh- uh, yeah, Finn and yeah. the Force should have been done over three films. Uh, Ray, you, you Ray, even- Ray and, and Kylo's, like, relationship and the end kiss should have been done properly over three films mm-hmm. not in one film and you, you even have finn in the first movie expressing what the force is and han solo says that's not how the force works yes exactly you know what i'm saying i'm because that was a joke it was just uh, a yeah, joke know. you know what i mean like i'm know. gonna okay. i'm gonna say this and, and i said it to you guys and i'm gonna say it again on this podcast the people that liked last jedi is going to hate this movie the people that dislike Last Jedi is going to love this movie, and I'm going to put it to you in this in this fashion. If you go to Rotten Tomato, the score for Last Jedi, the critics, is 91%. The audience score is 43 If you look at the ratings for Rise of Skywalker, the Rotten Tomato score is 57 The audience score is 86%. Wow. There you go. Quick changes to, to fix the movie as quick as you can. For me, you make you don't have Palpatine be a physical force. You make him a force in the background, like the Sith of the past. You make him somebody that's pulling the strings from the afterlife through some, again, connection maybe to the Death Star, like we had theorized, instead of like, I'm here, I'm evil, I'm doing all this stuff. Pull the rug out from under that plot a little bit later in the movie. You don't take out some of the characters that were established in the other movies, like some of the resistance fighters that were established in The Last Jedi. You have Kylo Ren be super freaking evil from the beginning and lead the First Order as a supreme leader should. You get rid of all that Hux nonsense. You just make him a bad guy. 
You just have him get killed the way every normal bad guy gets killed in this movie. Mm -hmm. None of that mole crap. You take out all of the jumps that they made in order to figure out where Palpatine was or where they could confront him. Which made no right? sense. Because you take out all of that because that was just an excuse to have more planets in the movie. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's you, all there was. You sure you still at 6.5? You got to keep going? You got more? <laughs> no, that's it. Right. So you still at 6.5 out of 10? That's still kind of the same because movie, you just, you just but with said, one thing right, moving if around. If you could change one thing, you just named like 10 things no, I didn't say change. one thing. I didn't say one thing. Oh, okay. I said what you, could, what you would change to all make right, the movie so better. So what I would change is if I could change any just one story arc thing, it mm -hmm. would be Kylo Ren's uh, turn from the dark to the light at what point, right? So in my opinion, one thing that I would change here would kind of satisfy a lot of other points in the movie that I disliked. He gets stabbed by uh, by Ray. Mm -hmm. Ray leaves. He doesn't understand like how like he's confused at this point and still doesn't know what to do. But he goes to chase after. Is still kind of on the dark side. Ray, uh, he arrives at Palpatine and Ray when Ray decides to not uh, kill Palpatine in uh, out of uh, out of out of vengeance and hate, mm -hmm. choosing to be part of the light side. Palpatine then says, "Ah, but my apprentice has shown to uh, to 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 defend me or whatever." And he he persuades Kylo to like kill Ray. They have one last lightsaber duel, and in that duel, much like how Luke turned Darth, she turns Kylo. And in a moment right before she turns Kylo, that's when he has the dream sequence with Han. Han finishes turning him to the light, and then they take on Palpatine together. At which point, uh. Uh, ben, not Ray, ends up being the one that kills Palpatine. Um, and then at that point is where right before he, right after he kills Palpatine, Ray comes up. She, uh, same, she, same she, as Return of the Jedi. So, so Return of the Jedi, yeah. Vader, sort right? of, it yeah, could be exactly the same. At sort that of the same way, you know what I mean? Like, uh, very much sort of the same way. And finally um, atoning in her... Him you know, maybe something in the sense, maybe something in the sense where, like, you know, he's facing Palpatine, and then like Ray comes up to try to help uh, Kylo kill Palpatine. Pa Palpatine kills Ray there, and then that's what actually kind of like uh, gives um gives Kylo even more force to like defeat Palpatine, and then he uses the force to bring Ray back to life, and then he dies as, like as a Force ghost. He could and even that would be. He could even beat Palpatine, kind of using his ability to get in people's heads, because you figure if he's a ghost, the only way you can affect him is sort of from his mental state. Maybe, or maybe even like have Palpatine kill Kylo Ren, and then as Ray is fighting Palpatine, Kylo Ren as a Force ghost comes back immediately to help her and give you know little things like that. But it, that should have been uh, the real redemption of maybe. Kylo Ren. <laughs> that should have been the real uh, redemption of Kylo Ren, not just the moment that he like showed yeah. up to help Ray, but then didn't really help Ray. <laughs> he showed up to help Ray kill Palpatine, and, and then he did absolutely he nothing. He just gave Palpatine more power. Yeah, all he did was give Palpatine more power to he, bring. He his, gave, you know what I mean? He like, gave Ray her hero moment because he was down the well. <laughs> yeah, but see, that's what I'm you saying. Like, what I'm saying? you end that's up like, did. like, like this is where when I said before that, like, I felt like this was the the real rise of the Skywalker by Ben, like, coming to the light. I think it should have been done at the end with uh, Kylo. We would have gotten the lightsaber battle at the end with Rey and and, and, and they Kylo, hinted at yeah. it, you know, because yeah. there was the point where they both faced off and they had that great shot. Of both Ray and Kylo yes. right there with the side by side with the lightsaber, with the side. and then that's it. That's nothing the last happened. time. That's the last time before they, the X 
that we see the lightsabers. Point, that's the you know? place where you do that right there. Yes. You had the money yeah. shot right there. Okay. So Again, so great story to be told, told incorrectly. What about you? And we'll end on AJ and what he, what he thinks should, could have changed. The, the thing you could have changed, you don't make this movie unless you have a showrunner. That, that's it. Because you know what? You you have you have three movies that are trying to to become one trilogy. Each movie has nothing to do with and, and each other. Do a director's cut, but have Ryan Johnson be the director, right? Or <laughs> Colin Trevor, you know, <laughs> the editor. Well, Colin Trevor was supposed to be the yeah. director on yeah, this yeah, project. No, I know, I know. He got writer's credit because they used some of his ideas. Mm-hmm. You had Chris Terrio write the script. That should have been a red flag right there. Chris Terrio wrote BVS. Chris yeah. Terrio wrote yeah. Justice League. Yeah. That should have been a red flag right there. Listen, there is nothing you can do with this to, to fix it because you had you have three disparate movies here. One has nothing to do with another, which doesn't have anything to do with another. The way you fix it, from the beginning, you should have had one vision overseeing the whole thing. You bring in your directors, have them work their magic and and bring their their proclivities to the table, but you're still on this arc. It doesn't seem like they ever had a plan. It's yeah. quite clear they didn't have a plan because this is what we got out of it. That's how I fixed this. You have it from this this problem is not just here. This problem started at the very beginning. AJ? Is there anything, anything you that would... you think would salvage this film for you? Well, it, although you were at a six point five out of ten, but like what Jose said, just completely rework Palpatine's angle in this mm-hmm. whole thing. Um, to take him out of the very beginning of the movie that <laughs> severely pissed me off, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I I was really looking forward to a lightsaber duel with him. When he fully came back, that was the yeah, perfect that's the moment. Why, moment why bring him back to full health and not have a lightsaber duel? He took what? out three Jedis by himself in uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yes, Set. exactly. And he wasn't even anywhere near the, the level of, I guess, power he that beat he was Yoda. now. He yeah. beat Yoda. He did. Come on. Oh, my goodness. So there's that. Uh, the other thing oh, that a draw with Yoda that was not a draw. That was a draw. That Yoda, was not a draw. Yoda ran away. Yoda ran away. Palpatine was searching for 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 Darth after that because he won. Yoda literally called out to Bail Organa and said, come, he, "Please come pick he me said, up." He, he actually pick said, me up, you will. "He said that I failed in my mission." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Picking me up, you Yoda will. got beat. He did. Now, would yeah. he beat Baby Yoda? Also, realize yeah. that Yoda got beat because Palpatine had the high ground. <laughs> it's all high ground, man. Even what's the meme I saw recently where they have um, Darth Yoda. Vader? See, see, I said, I see that Obi Wan has, yeah, has taught you well, you well yeah. and he's on the high ground. Yeah, that's when Luke's on the high oh, ground after he jumps yeah, out yeah, of the. It's always about the, the high um, ground. Oh Lord, I've forgotten this a couple of weeks in a row with the Mandal- with the the. Um, Oh, the carbonite chamber? Carbonite chamber. Yeah. Freezing Goodness chamber? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, when he jumps out of the carbonite. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. The other else? thing that I, I just now remembered I had a gripe with, mm-hmm. you have all of these ships. You see the, what is it, the ghost? L- absolutely no payoff to that. It was just there as filler. Mm-hmm. Like, I, 
you, you put it in there and you do nothing I, with I, it. You know what you could have done also, and I, I maybe this is a little too visual and this is maybe a little too much fan service. When they had the the voices, maybe you could have seen like a physical res- representation of all those Jedi's that th- that was coming out. Because for the people that don't know, it just, it's just voices, right? You you wouldn't be able to discern who they were. You know, well, I think I think it was clear even if you don't know what the heck's going on that that those no were those Jedi are Jedi's, but you don't know. who who they were. Like the average fan has no idea who they were. But they wouldn't have no, been able to they wouldn't able to say, oh, that was me, Hayden Chris Christian. That's okay because you know? if you're just coming to this movie, there's no way you're gonna know anyway. The, yeah, only the super fan's gonna know that. That's more of an it, Easter egg. But you could put a face still to it. Serves you know? the plot. You know, you I mean, it still serves the plot because you know it's Jedi. Even if you've never heard of fucking Star Wars before, you know it's Jedi, I think. Yeah. Um I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to yeah, take anything so, away from that. And scene. regarding executed well, regarding that scene too, while good, I, I, I. Now that I think about it, I really like that cherry picking idea. Which one? The, the cherry picking from powers? the powers. Yeah. God, that would have been so cool. There's just then, so much more. Yeah, and I really like the idea you had also, uh, Gabe. Where we we were actually talking about this earlier, where when Palpatine said, "I am the Sith." Immediately, uh, an army of Force Revenants forms behind him. Yes. And then with uh, Rey, I am the Jedi, whole slew of Force goes. And, and, like, and, uh, and, and, you know, Disney has the money to do it. I don't want to hear that. Like, they couldn't do CGI versions of Yoda freaking flying all over the place. They brought the I don't, guys yeah, in. They brought them in, you know what I mean? Like, they can do, like, CGI versions of all of this stuff. I do you have know? to so, say, though. You know, I just... I think that there there would be an unintended consequence to that because then it becomes even more like freaking Endgame. Then you have everybody flying around and attacking each other in the That's background. That's um, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. I don't. No. Th- I don't think you should have shown them fighting. I think yes that you could have shown them, but to have them fight each other, I think would have been too much because then I it would have been no, chaos. No. Also, especially if you want to have a final lightsaber duel between Sidious and Rey and Kylo, and then you have like dozens of Jedi blasting the crap out of each other all in the background, that's way too much going on. And you have the fleet out in space blasting each other to smithereens. See, but the thing is that, like, I don't think that it would be more like Endgame simply because that would mean, that would would say that, like, Endgame is the first time that we've ever seen two mass battles, two two factions of war fighting each other. Lord of the Rings, maybe? No, I know that, but but it just adds to the other parts that you say are the end. It's just how it's played out, you know what I mean? Like... You know, I think that they could have like clashed while Ray and Palpatine are fighting for this tug of war. Right, you don't you focus see, like, on the yeah, force you don't focus ghosts. on them. You just know that's going on until the point that like Palpatine, all in cell mode, decides enough of this, and he does like a really powerful lightning blast that actually sends all the ghosts away. You know, and something happens where Ray needs to like channel the power of, or maybe this is where oh, like I still a dead Kylo. Would then, like conceptually, come in and like help her, like put the palm like Goku on on, <laughs> on Gohan. Put the yeah. palm on conceptually, her if you have them fighting behind behind them, what are they doing? Are they having a lightsaber duel? They don't have bodies. They don't need to do that. Are they fighting with? Yeah, but it could have been just something like, like more. Are they doing like like constipated magneto struggles where no, they're staring at each other like with hands outstretched? I think it could have been lightsaber battles because again, it gives us then the lightsaber payoff. Mm-hmm. We didn't have. We got four at max at most. Four lightsaber duels but over you, three. You movies. don't think you don't think like two dozen lightsaber battles happening at the same time would be chaotic? 
only if you're looking at all of them at the exact same time. You just need to show that they're there and then focus on a couple instances we, of the battle. We did have you know, it already it be done. in Attack of the Clones. You know, if, if you can do it... If it wasn't you particularly do, well listen, done there, though. No. Listen, if you can do it in Game of Thrones and all these other movies, you can do it in, in Star Wars. You Why is a lightsaber battle that different from a regular sword battle? Yeah. Why? And also, and, like, and I feel... in Lord of the Rings when... Yeah, when, uh, with the ghosts. Aragon, yeah. yeah. He, I don't, I don't think it fits into undead. Star Wars either, though. I, I actually really don't like this idea because when, the Jedi, when a, a Jedi passes usually in this... They put down the weapon. It's almost like a samurai or a ninja saying that mm. eventually the final weapon is to put down your weapon. That's what happens when Jedi die in this. What do they do usually? Well, they put down their weapon. They sacrifice. That's themselves. not necessarily right? like canon. Like we like just, be, no, just because we haven't seen. But them I like fight the idea of it. Can. Well, well, you know, besides seen Ghost Force Ghost fight. You mean we, yeah. we haven't seen them fight? Yeah. No, yeah, we, we haven't, haven't seen, seen, it. seen them that. Doesn't fight. mean just because we haven't seen it doesn't mean that it can't happen. But in the canon that we've seen, they tend to be more about giving wisdom, passing down wisdom, giving advice, not directly getting involved and saying like, "Here's my lightsaber, and I I put yeah, it to your side." Yeah, but when we're talking about you know? like, let's and say Yoda did burn down the tree. Yoda yeah, no, I know, but that's train. that's not combat. There's no combat going on there. They don't fight yeah, but there's, each other. Yeah, but there's interaction with the real world, though, is what I'm saying. And this would kind of still be in that realm. Aside from the fact that, if anything, this would still be the Jedi, Force Jedi, Force Ghost Jedi, coming to the defense of Rey, mm. if Sidious calls on the power of all like the, the, the Sith Force Ghosts to attack Rey, and they go to defend her. You know, like, yeah. it's just, it could have been done, and it would have been cooler than what we got. That's all it is. Yeah. In my opinion. And then I guess it's just like a closing comment. Just <laughs> there was all this clunky clutter. Like we didn't need that many planets. Like all you had to do was focus on two, maybe at best three. There was just simply too much back and forth. The spy planet was unnecessary. The spy planet was unnecessary and the first Sith Holocron planet was unnecessary. The the planet where they took C-3PO to get his mind wiped was necessary to a certain extent because that also established Zori Bliss. And the planet where... The planet where... The Rebels are based? They had... Yeah, the Rebels are based, basically. Well, actually, the planet where... What about the ice planet where they got the... the the yeah, that wasn't necessary. From that, wasn't the, that, that planet oh, wasn't that was necessary the spy to planet include. that you mentioned, right? Yeah, okay. that wasn't necessary to include. And yeah, actually, that's the only planet you really, really had to take out because every other planet ended up serving a purpose because that's where the like more conflicts took place. For that planet, the only thing that happened was they found the information on Palpatine on the planet where they had C-3PO's mind wipe. That's also where they were first confronted by whatever. Yeah, it's you know what would have been better, much. and this would completely fix the beginning. Mm -hmm. Don't have Kylo get the first holocron. Make it only be one holocron. Yeah, and it's a like, race yeah. to get that holocron. Mm -hmm. And that's where they would converge on, uh, not Octode, you know, the Death Man, Star, the, the forest moon, the, not the forest, the I'll, ocean moon of Endor. I'll, I'll one-up you. Beer. Make, make, make Kylo never meet Palpatine. Make it a race yes, between exactly. Kylo and Rey yes. trying to find Palpatine, and that's where they meet. Exactly that. And then, yeah, like like let Palpatine only be shown at the end game of the freaking movie. There's see, this is my issue with the movie, and why I don't think it's deserving of even a five out of ten. It's because we should not, as fans, say so many things that would have made the movie better. Like you just can't. 
I just don't think that you can call it a good movie if we're discussing a million different ways that it would have been good or better at least. Mm -hmm. That's my issue with... That's why I can't give it more than a four even and why I'm sitting at a point seven out of ten. Point six three. He's gonna get right. to zero eventually, <laughs> you know. All thoughts yeah. have been released yep. sort of. So guys, what did you think about the movie? <laughs> so uh, on average this movie is like a three out of ten or a two out of ten. <laughs> Does, yeah, has anyone else's down. opinion changed? AJ, Jose? Uh, well, I still think it was it was seven at least out of ten. A six out of ten. I'll stay with six out of like, ten. Because I kind of said that at the beginning. You were at for 6. me, 5. it's I'll, I'll stay there because the, think it's small it, choices. the movie still has its redeeming qualities. It, it does, but redeeming qualities. Not, not okay. I think it has all right, its oh, moments. Okay. Yeah, I would say redeeming. Okay, redeeming is to say that like it redeemed itself to be a good movie. Okay, <laughs> what I meant to Whoa. convey. What yeah, I still meant thinks it's a passing grade. He thinks it's a good movie. Was Redeeming. that it had its high points. So, given that, I'll I'll stay where I am. Where were you again? Six and a half. Six and, six a, half. and a half. And you were six. six. I'll go with six. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then we got a point seven and a three. Three. It's gonna. I, I was actually. And Eli was a it's two. Now a three. Eli was a two. It's, I, I can't. So yeah. overall, we didn't like the movie, people. <laughs> it, you guys liked it. No, you it would have been it. overall, overall, all of us, all of us, all together. Three out of the five it, of us it's, didn't it's like it. It's a low film. grade. Yeah. It's, it's a, a low grade. grade. And and that, oh God. It, I, okay. he gave it passing. So, I gave it barely failing. And you guys like lo, so barely lo, even registered it as, as a movie. Let overall. me. <laughs> It fails. Well, I mean, Walt basically said that you know how you fix this movie, you don't make it. <laughs> exactly. You know. Let me ask you this you question. You should be a zero. Um, you guys were were you guys gave it better grades than me and Wolfie did. Mm-hmm. Do you think that this is a movie worthy to end the Scar- the Skywalker saga? By no means. I'm sorry. No, as, a, as no an ending, means. it's not. It's not effective. Okay, I, that's all you need to know at that point. As a standalone it's film, a movie. I enjoyed it. As an ending, it's, it's not an ending. Effective. It's not that, the ending so, that so we So that's deserve. actually what I was saying. That it doesn't like, even by really itself, feel like an ending, it. too. Hmm? It doesn't even really feel like an ending either. It doesn't that's feel like saying, a true yeah. ending because it didn't end necessarily the Star Wars, you know, universe. The I, hate to say I hated that last shot. I really hated that last shot. That that last shot bastardized New Hope. That, that I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I hated that shot. You, I don't think you so because cheapen, it, no, no, no. You, you want to know why? No, the memory of of Luke. No, because that was one of the oh, that's the poetry of Star Wars, man. Oh, like no, seeing Star that. Destroyers at certain moments and from certain angles and seeing twins. No, I no. really do. You want to know why you can't hate it? It's because the thing is that, like, at the end of the day, life goes on. You know, and all it is is like generation after generation. There's gonna be someone looking at in the, at that horizon, and in this case, it's now Ray. You know, 100 years after Ray, it's going to be someone else. And that's kind of the point. And it was that little kid in The Last Jedi. See, but, but my thing is, when you, saw, when, you saw, when you saw New Hope, he was, that was such a powerful moment because that was Luke looking at the stars and wishing he was somewhere else. And that was his, his despair that he was stuck doing um, moisture the moisture farms. farms. You know what I'm saying? That was a powerful moment. That was him looking up at the stars and dreaming of what he could have been. 
what was what was the point of that ending? The fulfillment. Where, where did you get that? The, the fulfillment, fulfillment of, of that. Ah, no, I'm yeah. sorry. Even I, if you didn't like how it got there, that was still a proper way to end. Yeah. End it in terms of the shot. Absolutely. I, I don't it's know. the most memorable shot of the entire saga. Period. With BB-8. No, just in general, like the two sons, uh, uh, setting and stuff. Like that's the that's that's what that's that's I think probably in out of all the scenes in all of Star Wars, that's the most memorable. No, it's an iconic yeah, moment. Exactly. So I didn't feel that this movie it? deserved that. Well, this movie may not have deserved it, but it is the ending that, like, as a fan, we should have. But if the movie was better, then that would have been a perfect way to end it. I think you're, yeah, you're judging the moment on the yeah, rest that's, of the movie. That's, but that's how the else moment do you judge was good. It? How else do you judge it? If if you have a movie that's subpar, you can't say, "Oh, well, the ending was good. that last shot was great." Well, it didn't. You it can't didn't say it was terrible earn, either. It didn't earn that shot. In my mind, I think, I think that's just that from like shot. an idealistic point of view because it's not like there was a shot. There wasn't anything about the shot that ruined the shot itself, right? You know what I mean? It's I'm not, not like, talking technical. No, terms, no, I, I, you know I know, but I'm saying like there wasn't no like line that she said that ruined the shot or whatever that killed it. It was just the shot. So whether the film was good or bad, it's still the shot that should have. There, there couldn't have been any other shot to end it. Whether it was a good film or a bad film, there couldn't have been another shot to end it. Period. Not deserve that shot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And I think with that, we will end our shot. Yes, All right. Anyway, peoples, we want to thank you for joining us. Those of you on uh, who have joined us on our new podcast, uh, Get Geek News. Um, thanks for joining us in this robust discussion about Rise of Skywalker and our final opinions on the end of the Skywalker saga. Um, remember, guys, in order for our, this podcast to grow, if you want to hear more of our opinions, rate and share us on iTunes. We would really appreciate it. We want to turn this into something that's less of a podcast and more of a community. So we want your questions. We want your topics. We want your opinions on how we can get better. We want your opinions on really anything. We, we want to, to engage you guys as a community, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's on Instagram, whether it's directly through the podcast and the questions we answer. So we really welcome that. We, we, we want this to be a community more than anything of awesome geeks. So anyway, that was that that said again, rate and share us on iTunes. We would really appreciate it. And I just want to say again, thank you for joining us for Rise of Skywalker Review. I am Jose. Uh, I'm Wolfie. I really don't think that that's going to be the last you hear of our opinions of Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> At least not mine. Uh <laughs> You know, we have um, to end the episode. <laughs> we could fill another trilogy with our opinions oh on that. God. Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm just saying good night for now, or goodbye rather. Uh, I'll be back. Let me pass it on to AJ before I go anything lower than a point four out of ten. Point <laughs> <laughs> four. Point four. That's where I landed, right? I thought you were at point three, wasn't it? I thought no. it was point seven. Oh yeah, it was point seven. I'm at point four now. It doesn't okay. matter anymore. Let's it's a zero. Let's stop. Let's stop. It's a not zero. a zero. I like the Han Solo part and the Ray Skywalker part. <laughs> That's like ten seconds out of the film. So <laughs> go on, AJ. Yeah, this is uh, this is AJ bidding bidding you all a good night. He liked the part where it all, right, the, the all started. <laughs> that was it. You know. Um, trailers. trailers were awesome. They were so go watch the movie for the trailers. Don't get me started on the trailers. We got to end this thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Anyway, um, I'm I'm gonna end this. This is this is it. This is it. This is Walt. May the force be with you. I, I don't even know. Goodbye. <laughs> See you around, guys. We'll be back with more Star Wars. Peace. Later. Da-dum.